I don't want to set the world on fire. Please welcome Tom Sumney. I'm here, and uh, your wife Prickles is going to save you tonight, okay, guys? <laughs> and that one is you. No other will do. I've lost all ambition. Any government is to monopolize as much violence as possible in order for it to inflict it on as many citizens as possible. <laughs> I've been on this like weird anarchist arc for a, like a, a few months now. This is playing by their rules exactly how they are. I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start a flame. You're watching the dog and chicken show. Like, share, subscribe. That's right. It's time for the dog and chicken show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 133 of the Dog and Chicken Show right here on Big Bucking Empire. I am officially your Big Bucking Emperor, thanks to uh, the man down below uh, doing such a great job picking at WrestleMania. Uh, not only did I pick the belt back up, but my emperorship has been cemented. Anyway, how's it going, Tony? How's it going, Phil? Well, folks, that's all we got. Well, Thanks for coming tonight. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, since that sparkling introduction, welcome one and all to Big Bucking Empire 133. <laughs> Let's get a little musky, musky, folks. Folks, yes, if you are wondering what Chicken's talking about, we are coming off the heels of WrestleMania, where your King of Extreme sadly was not able to retain the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast Championship, which you can find Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast on YouTube and Spotify, as well as Rev Rest Pod on Twitch and Twitter. But yes, folks, I, your King of Extreme, Phil KOE, which you can find at KOE Nation on YouTube, KOE Nation on Twitch, KOE Nation on TikTok. Yes, folks, I'm this philosopher king, Phil KOE, Elon Musk 2024. We will get there, folks. But yes, KOE Nation, the place to be. I was not able to retain the championship against Chicken Here of Big Bucking Empire on YouTube and Facebook. And now his emperorship is undisputed, undenied, un. And unanswerable and undeniable once again, folks. Yes, Chicken is the Emperor of Bit. Oh, Tiberius D. Welcome to the show. Also, a good, good shit that Tiberius D. Check him out, folks. But yes, but worry not, folks. I am still your King of Extreme. I am still the Lord of the Scottish Highlands. I am still the Prince and Potentate of the Political Pilots. And one damn handsome man, if I do say so myself. And we are all here together for episode 133. And I can't wait to get damn into it. Booty. So, gentlemen. What are you drinking tonight? 
Uh, I, I tapped into a bottle of High West. My brother had tried it. So, uh, But I do have a selection behind me, of course, in case we get into stars. Uh, I'll let you guys pick which shot I take if we get to that point tonight. Uh, but right now, yes, just some High West. And then I plan on getting in. I got some Maker's Cast Strength 46. Uh, if there are no stars and I just get to sipping, that's uh, where I'll be heading. Tony, what do you got? I am polishing off a lovely bargain bottle of Jim Beam Black. She's empty now, so we'll see what I tap into next. And I, I did bring down a beer for just in case if we get into stars, but uh, it is National Beer Day, so cheers all you. you. Know, I might have to have a beer one. later then. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. And I'm Tony this. fucking G, by the way. Like, share, subscribe, and follow me at <laughs> Tony the Rod 2.0 on TikTok. And of course... Everywhere else in the Big Bucking Empire, even though Chicken cheated to win the title and Phil How screwed did me I cheat, over. And, uh, it, it, it is what it is. Anywho, really weren't going with your truth. What are we doing tonight, uh, guys? Uh, it's oh, kind of like the laptop wasn't real, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't real until it absolutely was. Yeah. But uh, this evening, I am drinking the Glenfiddich 19-year-old red wine cask. I was going to get into the bourbon cask, but then when I pulled it, the cork literally fell into a thousand pieces, and now I have to get a wine bottle opener to get the rest of the cork uh, out to enjoy the rest that of that whiskey. Sucks. So uh, so this evening, I'm having the red wine cask edition. Damn. And again, T, that's another reason why, you know, synthetic corks are not all that bad. Hey, well, yep. Well, that's the little side right. note. Uh, Justin Chris also bought, uh, bet me a bottle of Maker's Mark 101 on oh. uh, WrestleMania night. So uh, and I'm coming down for I'm coming down for his bachelor bet. party. Uh, I'm coming to collect, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Ever since this bottle bet shit started, he's always backed me as his horse, and it's never worked out for me I yet. You. I want like, you. It is just a it is just a bad mojo thing. I, I, he's got to bet on Phil next time. I swear to God. So. <laughs> With all that anyway. being said, um, what uh, what do we got going? I guess first let me pop up the starboard just in case anybody's feeling frisky. Do not feel obligated. But, of course, well, it's here. It's here for anybody who wants to jump in on it. We all know the drill at this point. But yeah. I got a bottle of gin here, gin here also, folks. But I don't have to worry about it because none of you in the audience have got the gall, have got the guts, have got the temerity, have got the intestinal fortitude, have got the balls to make me do a shot of gin. So I ain't got to worry about it. This bottle cap will remain uncracked and my glass for taking shots of gin will remain dry this evening because none of you got it. You ain't got it. You ain't got the moxie, kid. Week after right. week, week after week, he, he just de you know demoralizes the crowd into getting Come himself on. to drink. A lot of gin. I really think <laughs> Phil actually lie, loves yeah. gin. Uh, that Phil that is, that is yeah. not the case. It that is, is true. It's true. And this is just your excuse for drinking it. So what we've got here, as always, 500 stars to make somebody rant about something of your choosing. 500 stars to make somebody sing a song of your choosing. 100 stars per minute to mute somebody. 500 stars for a beer chug. The price doubles. So 500 will turn into 1,000. 1,000 turns into 2,000. So on and so forth. Same thing for a shot. 500 turns into 1,000. And 300 stars to request a custom meme. Uh, the one thing I think we need to mention is, I, you know, for the next five minutes, we're probably just going to go ahead and do like an 80% off deal on Phil Gin Shots. Hey, you know, I like that. 
You know, y'all yeah. are a bunch of bastards, but I don't even need to worry about that because not a one so of it's you. like a hundred stars for his first shot. Is that? Yeah, no. I think like a hundred stars would be great. I think that's. Uh, I yeah. think we should go like eighty percent standard value, not eighty percent off. I don't consider oh, standard oh, value not 80% of stars. Off? Yeah. So four dollars okay, so, rather than five. Okay. Will be uh, that, all right, I guess that's fair. Right. Hey, actually, right, since so, it's like national, but I don't have to worry think... about it because nobody's got the guts to do Wait, it. I don't need to worry. If it's National Beer Day, I think we should make Phil chug beer instead. Oh God, he um, hates that as much as Jen. I'm just so. throwing that out there, folks. I mean, you do with that. He might have, hate that more than Jen. I only have one beer in my fridge, though. You do okay. not. You have several. I just saw them on Sunday. Tony, I think shut the fuck up, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, shut your goddamn whore mouth. I, I just I happen to notice most of I those I'm saving for Andre the Giant Beer Fest because I want to review them for that night. So you shut mm. your whore mouth, T. Mm. It's a uh, Bud Light. Yeah, nah, you don't want to review that. <laughs> no, anyway. no, I've got like Chimay Trappist Ale and Orval Trappist <laughs> Trappist Ale. I didn't and- say one of the good ones. And like a, uh, is a really juicy IPA um, because Ooh, juicy. the fans saw that I didn't like IPA. So there's one guy said, try dragon juice IPA. I'm like, oh, God. Sounds, <laughs> sounds like it's worse. That sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. And Justin and gets Justin fireball. Gets fireball. Mm-hmm. So, oh, hello, Tyler. How are we doing this evening? But, you know, I've got this bottle of gin here, but I got, but Tony, when you're saying, oh, I love gin, I am drinking 19 year old scotch, sir. What in the world makes you think I want a drop of gin to ruin my night? It's but just, it's just your tenacity on forcing just people to s- make I you just- drink it. Well, again, it's, I'm not making anybody do anything. I'm just pointing out that they ain't got the guts, they ain't got it within them, they don't have the ability, they don't have the drive, so they don't have like, that conquering, achieving Jesus of did that eight type shot- of personality that they need. You what? did eight shots of gin in 50 minutes a few weeks ago. I think it was, it was beautiful. Like seven over an hour and 20 minutes. No, it was eight. It, it, it was eight. It might have been nine total, the whole show. No, shut your whore mouth. I I, I challenge this. So yes. So felt like I can watch that and verify those numbers. No. no like now that. we are at a point where um we <laughs> cannot say Musk. Uh you're lucky I'm saving my money for this week. Ah, like I said, you know, your king of extreme is flindicated. Uh as much as Jesus. I mean, Justin, Utu. I mean why would you want to like ruin any cocktail that requires God's own cow milk with that almond beverage? And, uh, but you know, uh, just, just a quick aside, guys, uh, California is going through a real bad drought and almonds are going to be a lot more scarce than they were in previous years. I'm not saying this is some sort of hyperbole bullshit, just boy, howdy, California's drought boy, just howdy. keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Yes, well, boy, howdy, drought. I'm gonna, I'm gonna scroll up real quick because Justin did say something earlier. I, and this is breaking news the town of Edison, Nebraska just got told to evacuate because of a wildfire. Oh, shit. um, yeah, prayers with so, all y'all. Yeah, know anybody out that direction? Uh, yeah, I'd be reaching out and prayers to prayers to anybody out there. Obviously, yeah. uh, scary situation, usually not something we worry about in Nebraska, but you know. It, it is what it is right now. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Well, we'll see. Other- um. Let's see. What other comments do we have before? Do we want to get into the first story? Or are we going to order that cardboard cutout right away? Are we going to do that. Oh, we got a couple of comments. Out of the way. We've we've been. Okay. Uh, oh, go ahead. Tiberius D asks, "Y'all ever have guests? 
Uh, we have several we times, actually. Uh, yeah, it's just we're a pretty chill show here. We try to, you know, have a fun time with folks. And yeah, if you're chill and cool about shit, then yeah, you, you know, we we have an open border policy for people who are cool. We and even chill had we even have Tom on uh, here for a few minutes a, a week or so ago. So yeah, we yeah, we do have guests, yeah, we, no matter how credible or not. I mean, we're we are definitely just as open arms as it gets. The Biden so, administration I mean, approved. I'll let the you guys decide. Policy. It's, uh, it's I think Ty, Ty is fucking great, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll send him a Streamyard link anytime he wants to come on. If you guys, <laughs> this show it. sucked without Phil even more than normal. Lol. Oh wow, Batman. thanks, Zombie Batman. <laughs> Damn. Well, zombie. I mean, this man speaks the truth. I mean, I am the man of the hour, the man with the power, the man that makes the other podcast cower. I bring the fucking slickness. I bring the fucking destruction. I bring the fucking goodness and it looks like i bring the fucking gin shot fuck Um, (laughs) you're right it did suck without him (laughs) it did it was it was brutal i hated myself i hated myself when we didn't have phil oh it's just a shame just get okay, all so this, is, on this is a twofer, folks. Uh, yes, give me full here because I'm also going to give an impromptu, very quick review of Beef Eater because I've oh, never God. had Beef Eater before. Never had it. Um, so I'm hoping this is better than um, Nebraska's Good Life Gin, but that was the best gin I've ever had oh, because it was better than Tangeray. So this is going to be bad. You bring the fucks for sure. Oh, I've got all the fucks for, to give. When people say, I got no fucks to give, that's because I took all the fucks. So here we go, folks. I think I'm gonna have Phil announce at my wedding. <laughs> if you want your wedding to be about Phil, do that. Yeah, I was gonna say be like, by the way, make sure you look at Phil KOE on K- on YouTube and Twitch. Go to and Big yes, Fucking Empire. <laughs> yes, this this particular wedding brought to you by Linktree slash Big Fucking. Uh, <laughs> well, doesn't smell Phil. Is I it bet delicious? it doesn't smell like beef. Okay, you know how um, Tangeray smells like hairspray and like when a battery gets too hot? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. uh-huh. This just smells like hairspray. So oh, wow. that's so how it hits delightful. the nose. Oh, this is going to be just ducky. So, folks, as I always like to say, um, it's the old Gaelic-Irish toast to fighting, stealing, and drinking. If you're going to fight, may it be for a friend. If you're going to steal... May it be a lover's heart. And if you get a drink, well, I hope it's with me. <laughs> it's really good, Jin. Oh, man. <laughs> Look how happy he is. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! What the <laughs> fuck is this shit? <laughs> that's, that's high quality gin, Phil. Mm, baby. This is why you don't buy the gin off the bottom shelf at the grocery um, store, Phil. Okay, Br- bring it in full here for a second. Bring it in full here sure? for a second, chicken. Uh, my review of this is... Um, it's we, we got it's it. A, you spit it out. Is a yeah. bat- no, I downed it, but I just had to spit out what was left in my mouth. But its palate is that of battery acid, if battery acid was somehow able to be sustained in the mouth. You get the slightest hint of juniper for a second before it's just like gnarly ass. Like if you ever accidentally sprayed hairspray in your mouth. Um, And that, folks, in terms of gin, I'm going to give that like one star uh, on a five star scale. Um, In terms of clear spirits, I'm going to give that like 
a quarter star in terms of clear spirits and dear lord almighty god if you're at all good in this life this shit will never touch your lips again here here love it so that sounds awesome i can't wait to try beef eater gin for the first time ever yeah i'm sure when i upload that review to koe nation they're just gonna like can we please just send you cases of it uh i need i need to back up to justin's prior comment he said never mind i don't want my family to know what i watch this is as bad as porn no justin you're doing this backwards you need to normalize this show okay porn's already normal all right Mm -hmm. they just don't want to talk about it normalize this show and you don't have to necessarily talk about it but normalize it well yes our show is the one thing that should be normalized the uh dog and chicken show here at big buck and empire uh it is the only behavior that's necessary for normalization and also like i've said on other big panels before um you know there is one form of nationalism that is good and it is necessary and that's koe nation nationalism yes folks that is the best nationalism ever imaginable but folks now that that silliness is hopefully done for the night because i ain't got to worry about it nobody's gonna put ten dollars down because they ain't got the moxie they ain't got it within them they don't have that championship drive to be the best that they can be to make me do another shot so i don't have to worry about it technically so it's supposed to be 20 percent off so there's an extra 100 stars there for anybody Ooh. and they uh, yeah so i yeah, overpaid okay. I so all right if that's the case there's an extra 100 stars towards the next uh shot you guys are mother buckers i love you zombie batman god bless you but now chicken with all that having been shot what is the topic du jour this evening well that's what i was trying to get into do we want to do the cardboard cutout real quick and for those that don't know For those that don't know, we did the the Tony G. Uh, we raised money to put the cardboard cutout. We're going to drop it in a random gas station. Um, I also, as I was kind of browsing through websites on how to, on like where to go for this, I did have a secondary idea for Fillmore County Sheriff uh, election Ooh. and maybe making some Phil KOE for sheriff signs to go put in people's <laughs> yards. No, no. That particular election has enough. Uh, twists and turns to that story, <laughs> or that we could do I, Tony G doing the yeah, doing no, the, like no. Tony G for uh, sheriff. It'd be great. No, well, you, you know, see, I just I don't want to this. Time. I don't want this to get in the way of my run for president. Okay, so <laughs> oh, gotcha. I, I, my my campaign yeah. is hard at work getting my name on the ballots of all the swing states to yeah. make sure that in 2024, you, the people at home, can do the right thing and vote extreme, folks. Because, you know, everybody bitches about it, but Phil KOE going to do something about it. So, yes. And while I cut my promo about how awesome I'm going to be as president, I'm waiting for these two gentlemen to get ready to pull up the amazingness oh. that's going on. Oh, Tony, send me Fox. the... Send me the the picture that we're going to use on here. I'm getting this all set up here. So we're, we're going to order this off cardboardcutouts.com. Um, let's see. Ooh, it's on sale. Ten bucks off been today. promising this for like four months. Yep. So we're going we're gonna to do the max size. We're doing the six foot. So 72 inches by 40 inches. So it's moving at ride tournament speeds. Um, do we yeah, want digital proofs for an extra $10 or a custom message on the back? Or touch up for I don't 20. know if we need anything on the back. I don't know if we need much of anything at all. You can just upload what you can have everything on the upload, right? Let's see. Yeah, I think everything we need is on the picture. All right. Send, is... send 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 her over. 
It is in the Dog and Chicken Show chat. There you go. All right. Let me uh, get that downloaded real quick. And we're going to finally get this goddamn thing done. Yeah, we got to do this because we've been teasing you bitches for months, and it's, it's just oh, got to perfect. Happen. Tony's perfect. ass off. I love it. You know what? Actually, that would be perfect. <laughs> Jesus. Steve <laughs> Rogers, Captain America, looks at my ass and goes, you know what? Maybe that's America's ass. All right. Let's go upload. Downloads. There's Tony's Bush Light. Did I not like or it? Or as the mammoth calls it, Bush Latte. It saw what it miss. was, and we, it saw what it was, and we we're like, no, fuck you. We're not doing that. <laughs> that Bush Light literally called their Bush Light Bush Latte for a while. It was amazing. No, no, I'm talking about your cardboard cutout. They see Tony just like, ah, and they're like, no, no, we're. <laughs> no. Chicken turn into Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yeah, anytime somebody likes the show, I turn into Bernie. I'm not. I'm not playing uh, anymore. <laughs> I'm not playing. Dude, why won't I? Why won't I do this? Wait, somebody liked the show, so Phil turns into Bernie real quick. Do it. Do it. No, it's oh, only on my virtual cam. Sorry. <laughs> Dude. Uh, are we already having technical difficulties? Yeah, it's being a bitch. Well, while you guys figure that out, just keep oh, in mind size. that in 2024. Phil KOE will become your president. They're coming out with it again. Uh, you know, hey, hey, Jake, how we doing there? But yes, folks, KOE Nation is the place to be to check in on the campaign of extreme through 2024. KOE Nation on YouTube, KOE Nation on Twitch, KOE Nation on TikTok. That's K is in King. O is in, oh my God, you can find oh, KOE Nation on YouTube, resolution. Twitch, and TikTok. Okay. E is in extremely happy to know you can can find KOE Nation on YouTube, Twitch, and TikTok. And now, folks, we are going to get back. We are come return to right, our story. We'll, our we'll heroes were in the this. middle of getting a cardboard cutout. We'll check in on their progress. All right, we know what the problem is now. It's uh, it's too low quality of an image. So uh, I, I bet when you put it on that I filter, it, that. well, no, when you put it on that on that uh, filter app, it they they always do that. They they drop down the pixel because if they're going to blow this thing up into a six foot thing it's going to be pixelated as fuck if you don't have it very very uh detailed high quality so let me adjust yes i resemble that remark tiberius and also because he's because he's just a good shit tiberius d on youtube on twitch uh he's even on twitter so the one space that i dare not tread because i'm a happy well-adjusted human being so i i don't spend time on twitter uh was jake in here kissing your ass already wow All right. well i mean as everyone should i mean jake is just making the proper calculation of i'm just gonna go ahead and replace my politics with phil koe's politics and it's probably the safest route I mean, it really is, Jake. It really is. Right. So God bless you. You're making the right step. You're making the first step towards extremeness. Yes. All right. All right. Well, uh, let's let's get through the first story, at least, uh, while we're working on this yep. image. All right. Yep. Oh, yes. And um, so this yes. is kind of a, Check a out on Patreon. This is kind of a funny. All right. It's kind of a funny out of nowhere story that I just randomly stumbled upon, which I feel got the reaction of like, holy shit, is this going to be a thing now? Um, anybody heard of the rapper Gunu? Maybe I'm s pronouncing that right. Maybe. Oh, probably. dude, I've Junu. been to at least six yeah. shows. I've, I've got all of his LPs, original EPs, like three posters on my wall. No, what the fuck is a Gunu? I didn't even know what that was. 
Well, his actual name is Marco Markel Morrow, which is actually a cooler name than Gunu. Yeah. Well, Gunu just... sounds like a Ben and Jerry's flavor. Yeah, it I was does. about to say, I would have gone under his real name. That actually would have, like, I'm, I'm sorry, that's just a lot more exotic name. Yeah. So, yeah, well, disturbing video shows rapper Gunu's embalmed body propped up on stage at a DC nightclub. Mourners party alongside his corpse weeks after he was shot dead. Uh, Marco Morrow, 24, who performed as Gunu, was shot on March 18th. Rapper's funeral took place on Sunday at Bliss Nightclub in D.C., where what appeared to be his embalmed body was propped up on stage. Videos and photos taken during the event gone viral, sparking outrage among some fans. Bliss management sought to distance itself from the controversy, stating that the club was never made aware of what would transpire. Well, of course, they didn't say, hey, I'm going to go hang a dead guy on the wall and we're going to party. <laughs> unfortunately you know the reality is, is there was at least one higher up that absolutely did know what was going to go down oh there's somebody that's that like far. oh my god the press like, we're going to get from this my biggest concern is like you said is this going to become a normal thing is this going to be like a thing that like you'd start to see people do more and more and that i don't really want to see because um it's a dead body folks it needs to be <laughs> properly handled uh that like so yeah but uh, my big fear is that this is going to be something that you see more and more of where people do weird things with the embalmed body Remember, of their loved one so they can have one last whatever and i'm just like fuck here Remember the go. comedian Nick Swardson? I think I think that's what his name was. The guy that yeah. was on Reno 911 is the like the gay yeah, yeah. guy. Yep. Yeah. He had a he had a whole stand-up bit of kind of like this. He was like, Well, at my funeral, I'm gonna do a couple things, and he wanted to be like wired up and just have like, oh yeah, I remember the music come playing. He's oh, like, yeah. I'll drop Classic, from the ceiling yeah. and be like uh, and then he wanted John Stamos to be there and start crying. He would just pay John Stamos to cry, <laughs> and then people would look and be like, Did he fucking know John Stamos? Why is John Stamos crying? Like yeah, I yeah. Feel so like that's kind of what this reminded me of. I feel like I've I've seen TV shows like about. I remember watching an episode of Bones one time where this happened, but it was a metal band. Like I didn't think rappers were this like metal, but hey, what do you know? It's twenty twenty two, folks. Let's see here. Here's an image. This is uh, his body at the nightclub. They put a crown okay. on him and all. Uh, all right yeah. that's creepy as shit that well it's just like fuck this is gonna become a thing now isn't it uh, like, you know god, thank probably. god tupac is didn't die in this fucking era okay like oh, Jesus. yeah all we get are holograms of him yeah yeah like thank the fucking lord that this didn't fucking hit while the fucking greats were going down. Okay. It was like, because... thank God Tupac died in the 90s. Well, I mean, fuck. If this was going to be what happens, like, or yeah, like, at least, at least the, oh, or did, at least the greats got to fucking get buried okay. with fucking dignity. This I, is I got some problems here. Terrible. <clears throat> this yeah. picture, you see Pyro in the background, right? So right. obviously, Whoever works at this place, they, they have to have stay safety crews. I like I, I'm not an expert on running a nightclub by any means, but I am pretty sure that the owners for the fire code have to like go over safety procedures of where like props are being placed to ensure there's nothing on fire. So like what did they say that they were gonna place on this? Like looks like he's hooked up to some post or something. Like you can see up here there's like something like some kind of metal arm hooked up to a post that's 
attached to him to keep him standing upright like this. Like this, I, I don't know what's going on. He's all draped with a curtain, but then you got pyro going on over here. Like somebody had to been like, well, everything's got to be X amount of feet away to make sure you don't start a fire. Be like, well, we're going to put this object over here. What's the object? Ah, don't worry about it. It's yeah, far enough that's, away. That's, details, details. <laughs> it's a mannequin. Boy, that's an awful heavy mannequin. It's a man. Yeah. yeah. Was a man. Well, I mean, so it's still a man. He just is just a dead man. A dead man. Not yeah. the Undertaker, but dead man. Oh. Rolling, 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 yeah, rolling. What? Never, never. You get a little video clip of. Now, what I also man, it looks like a great of... show. Yeah, well, it looked uh, like uh, it was a damn good time. <laughs> yeah, everybody was just fucking partying like this was a normal thing. Like, Rope no, me this... up beside the jukebox. <laughs> I guess you're right. This guy had the hip hop equivalent of prop me up by the door Oh, that's fucking great. and LSD. Putting that music all over me. <laughs> he killed it. <laughs> well done. Well done. Yeah, well dude, done. That's great. This is so messed up. Oh, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, no, it was a goon. Goon woman. <laughs> what the fuck? What? Uh, oh, the name actually, of the rapper was like. I think with the spelling that he used, that actually does work. God. Gunu, Goon Woman. Gunu. Wait, no. It, I, it wouldn't matter how you spell it. It's not going to be, yeah. It sounds like Grogu, which, come on, don't deface Baby Yoda like that. Yeah, damn it. So, yeah. Um, when you die, fellas, uh, what's, the, what's the craziest thing you'll uh, want anybody to do with your body after you die? Like, some oh, people think, you know, cremation sounds crazy as shit. So, no, no, I, I think I, I want to. I want to be cremated because it's just, it sounds horrible. Like if you let my body or my skeleton just rot in the ground, eventually some bulldozers are going to run through and I'm going to be used for something I probably wouldn't consent to. And that's saying something because I would consent to a lot. So yeah, just, just burn my ass. Call it good. You would I, like, what all would you consent to? Chicken. Okay, never mind. We'll move on. We're gonna get Um, kicked if I start rattling that list off. uh, If they are going to reuse my body to be a fully animatronic, uh, partly biological cyber mech, then yes. Like if they're gonna use me as a battle mech, shoot them into the sun. I was about to say maybe mix my mix my ashes with some gunpowder and then reload some bullets and then uh, go on a couple hunts I wasn't able to go to in life. Uh, that would probably commies. Be, yeah, or just whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to Tiberius put on some weight into the sun. so that way they can like spread me around so, in different places. There you go. Well, at first it sounded like Phil wanted to become Robocop. Yeah, I mean, like if they can like totally like use my I am the law mixing Judge Dredd and Robocop, but yes, and be like <laughs> Find me at KOE Nation on YouTube and Twitch. There's just a little screen here that's always streaming my old videos. Do you subscribe? Yes. <laughs> like you live another Ninja day. Turtles with the f- 
You know, thumbs up, smash. Like just he'll grab a gin bottle. He'll, like he'll just short circuit for real. Oh, that, no, that'll be like my eternal hell is that what fuels the robot is gin. And so that'll be like oh, the punishment no. that goes with the new powers. And so it's like, yeah, come on. Now you guys yeah. have read enough comic books. Phil, gotta be... Phil basically <laughs> wants to be the first head in a jar, like on Futurama. That's really that would what be, Phil wants. That would be pretty cool to be the uh, first Jake one. Jake says he wants a Hunter's funeral, but that reminded me what last year, and I know Brendan talked about it on Dad's Worldwide. Check out that podcast as well. You remember talking about the Viking funeral? Mm-hmm. That was legal in a few states now, like in Maine, I think, where they just float you out on a canoe and out and set you on fire. Hell yeah. Lake, and they just fire flaming arrows at it and you just burn up on the lake. That sounds amazing. Well, what that. about the Jedi funeral where you're just put on a top of a large hill and the same thing? Like, I, I don't want to murder younglings them. or like have to turn to the dark side first though. Well, I mean, still Jedi funerals, Jedi funeral. I mean, there's, fu- That's fair. you know, Kevin, plenty of beautiful, Bam. plenty of beautiful I'm women fired. have, but you know, jealousy is a beautiful, <laughs> jealousy is an ugly thing, Kevin. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think the Viking thing would be good, or, or like Tiberius said, shooting into the sun. Um, yeah, I don't know if, if, if anybody down. wanted to have like one fucking last fucking fun day with me, climb, climb up to the top of a fucking volcano, volcano, and throw me in. Have fun getting there, but we oh, might, that. you might die on the way. Can somebody ride know. me down like Mount Kilimanjaro, like as a bobsled? That sounds fun. It's like a Jamaican bobsled man. Like. Before I kick it, I do need to be at least like molded and sculpted so that oh, the Tony yeah. G sex robot can com- become a thing. That way I can live on even in the <laughs> afterlife. Hopefully they can download my conscious. It'll be beautiful. I'm going to ask Elon to just shoot me up into space on a Tesla. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's true. That'd, be, that'd be super tits. Yeah. Yes, Kevin, I, I know my audio is slightly off. I'm using a virtual cam for the, for the goddamn stars. Honestly, tonight, so. more than being shot into the sun, like, I don't know why, just for me personally, if, like, my body could be, like, jettisoned into the great red spot of Jupiter, that would be my own personal, because that's just one of those things, one of those places in our solar system that has infinitely fascinated me for most of my life. I don't know if that that would be amazing, because you're going to get there and be reincarnated just because of the wacky space magic that's going on, and then you're going to have to live in that hell. Oh, okay. Space so magic. you're thinking 2001 Space Odyssey shit's going to go I'm down? I'm just saying. The unknown is the unknown for a sure reason. That and then I'm reincarnated as... reanimate in space. Well, now, Tony, there's just one plot plot hole there is that in 2001 Space Odyssey, the uh, person was reincarnated as the most intelligent creature in the universe, and that's impossible because I'm already there. So, you know, huge plot line, huge plot hole. So, sorry, just can't. Can't like okay. I can't suspend my disbelief there. But okay, but whatever. Do you remember when we were talking about the damn monoliths? Whatever came of that shit? I'm like perma Biden right now. This is nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not liking this. Yeah, this is like, not sniffing me. But Tiberius, if you're still in the audience at the moment, <laughs> like this sounds like a sci-fi. Like, cause you're also a fellow sci-fi nerd. So what's the what? Whatever did happen to the monoliths? I, I, I forget float. what happened to that one and float and float till they run into a planet comet black hole or whatever is out there it'll probably be jupiter 
It's yeah. got such a big jet gravity well. It's just it ninety some percent of all the comets that come into our solar system get sucked into Jupiter. You so. know what? Fuck it. Just roll me off the side of flat Earth. All right, guys. Then I'll just well, fall yeah. forever. Forever. There is no space. Forever. Space is fake. The greatest base jump ever. Hashtag space is fake. Space is fake. It's like the Neil deGrasse, the Neil deGrasse Tyson's of the world are just like, ah! Yeah, they look like they took a shot of gin. <laughs> Which really, if you want to, if you want to break it down, I've always said like, because the first thing that you guys ever had me on the show for was for flat Earth stuff, and to me, I've always thought flat Earth is the funniest way to troll the Neil deGrasse Tyson's, the Bill Nye's, the Mauricio Kaku's of the world, uh, because there's it's a way to troll really smart people because they're like, how can you just ah and it's just the funniest thing to watch a reaction hey tyler Uh, how do you know yeah yeah exactly have you have you you rolled it around i do on earth day this year folks i do want to have a live show on earth day Uh, i i think it's towards the end of the week it's a thursday or friday we're gonna do a flat earth day show and it's gonna be amazing i can't wait if we can find a flat earther to come on the show flat earth is on a friday isn't it Yes, Earth please day? come on. Flat I think it Earthers. is on a Friday, actually. We would Remember. love. I will to... tune in from my campsite just for that. Well, you know like, what? I... Your campsite will be on Flat Earth. I know. I'll Bam. show you the Flat Earth from like my I campsite. I'll tell you what. Flat Earther, right. Flat Earthers, I'm going to extend you the best offer you've ever gotten. You can come on to the Dog and Chicken Show. We will give you a five minute uninterrupted opening statement of your mm. Flat Earth position. And then we will start getting into the refutation. So, uh, am I supposed to be the pro flat earth guy this year still? Or no, you're no, 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 you don't have to take it. Chicken, I was about to say, it's more fun. It's more fun if I can like prove people wrong. Yeah, well, that's the whole even if I don't believe it, but you don't want to be like. Chicken, 20 years from now, you don't want people to say, yeah, then there's chicken, the fucking flat earth guy. I'll be, he- I'll okay. be the hero of the flat earth community, and I never believed it. Yeah, this guy sounded smart, and then he started I never believed about God. flat earth like a fucking moron. No, I was just like, making Tony- shit up, and they all fucking believed me. Oh, but then what would be even worse is like chicken like keeps digging and digging and digging, and then he like finds the X file that actually, oh my God, the yeah. earth is flat. Guys, the earth is like chicken. Okay, you've taken this a little far. <laughs> the American Son ones are bitch. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, the American ones were claimed to be art pieces by a catchy art group. Uh, what else did we have on there? Oh, oh okay. He's talking about the monoliths. Okay. Oh yeah, monolith. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The the American ones were claimed to be pieces. Okay, that that makes okay. sense. So that's what they did with the monoliths. And then those weird artsy fartsy people kept getting smarter because they were standing next to the monolith. Okay. Exactly. All right. So the mystery is solved <laughs> on that. So we went we well, went from okay, how how what do you want your body to unlock the mystery of them? We went from uh, after you die, what do you want to happen with your body to flat earth? Hey, that's a that's a pretty typical dog and chicken show, chicken. Why, why are you even acting like that's unusual? But it yes, I, I I throw out that full challenge to any flat earther. Uh, we'll give you a five I minute agree. opening or non flat earther. I'm really more I interested. Will, in I will take on any flat earther or non flat earther. I'll do it. 
Uh-oh. Samantha, I, I do not. Uh-oh. That is not the that is not the case. I think he uh, does, and you get a hundred no. star discount too because yeah. I overpaid no, her. So. Well, in that case, it's only nine hundred stars. That's true. Well, um, you know, I'm not thirsty well, at plus all. Plus the discount, so eight hundred. In fact, I'm probably a little gin logged, but I don't have to worry about it because nobody's going to drop nine hundred stars. Well, no, because it was twenty. Hey, it was Tony. Tony was twenty percent off, right? For the first few minutes. Oh, I now didn't know the there was full, a time limit on full here. Pro, uh, he said it himself. Uh, you know, time said, limit, shmime limit. Yeah, I was going to say that means it's 800 plus my extra 100 in there. So it's only 700 for a second. 700? Shot. That's a bargain. It is. It is. That is a bargain. You guys are whores. Um, <laughs> become the Borg or a Spartan! Spartan. Like, um, now, me, I'm part Because, Greek. because, because. Uh, like this my mother was Borg does not have well are we are yeah are we talking about actual spartans or are we talking more like uh like halo spartans oh okay Hmm. okay well me i'm greek so i'm going full old school okay he said halo spartans okay uh okay borg or spartan uh yeah you gotta go like who the fuck wants to be part of the borg collective all your individuality stamped out. But you got to give Star Trek credit. Uh, the Borg is probably one of the best written. Like, the Borg as a villain is way better written than the show deserved. Okay? Like, that. Like that's just one thing that I always... Like, um, I've, was... I've Will Smith Tony. I think Will or Tony Will Smith me. We did, yeah, we were doing it back and forth because I, I actually don't know why. It was We were high schoolers and we were drunk. Yeah, that's, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, probably. there's that, yeah. The, um, yeah, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> no zombie Batman. No, no powder. We ain't no bitch. Nobody's ever done that to any of us ever because we're just the oh the old like yeah that cringy shit that you always see online. People, like, no. I'm the ultra alpha. Nobody even fuck and nobody will even fucking touch me. And it's like that meme I sent you guys about the difference between somebody who's been trained how to fight and somebody who has no idea what the fuck they're talking about when they're going to get into a fight and they'll say shit like, bro, you don't understand my mentality. When I see red bodies hit the floor, like, oh, you're going to be a sandbag that I can fucking put on the ground in 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, that's not even a problem. Like, your dick's going to hit the dirt after I hit you once. But all right, we got some other com- comments here. Oh, uh, what else we got here? Um... The Borg Federation and Dominion are S tier. The Dominion, it was a good story arc, but they got bitch slapped around eventually and became just another Federation lackey. The Borg, on the other hand, has been a consistent villain that just cannot be reasoned with. And that's what makes them work as a villain is you cannot reason with the Borg because it's got a programming that you can't change. And so that's why I think it's as a villain, Borg is truly S class above all. I'd put Federation A class and Dominion. I'd probably even put B class, honestly. All right. Um, with no more comments on there, let's uh, jump to our next one. Uh, this, it sounds really good. I'll, I'm just going to say it. House passes marijuana decriminalization bill again. <sighs> this is the first time. <laughs> it, it, come for you know, oh, I will Voyager, say. Yeah, that's where the, the first woman, uh, uh, yeah, Captain, uh, Captain, Captain gets Jane lost. Wright. The woman gets lost. 
great, great story. Well, I mean, chicken, when you put it like that, <laughs> sure, it sounds yeah. bad. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but now amazing. I will, I will wrong. say um, this <clears throat> happening. Uh, I it is a positive um, development. The problem is, like you said, they've done it again, despite the fact that Congress voted to prevent recreational marijuana from becoming legalized in the District of Columbia not too terribly long ago. We're supposed to believe that this one's going to have all the happiness, shininess. So it's one of those, okay, I'm happy to hear it, but I will believe it when it actually hits Biden's desk, which even then I'm going to have a hard time believing it. I think the the notable thing is that second paragraph right there. Yeah, you want me to read through here? There's some good quotes in here. I love this. the second paragraph's the, the one I'm excited yeah. about. Well, we'll get there. Uh, let me just read through. The House representatives approved uh, a bill Friday to decriminalize marijuana. Through the measure stands a little chance to becoming law this year. The House what bill passed by a vote of uh, 220 to 204 with three Republicans in favor and two Democrats against. Republicans said they voted no because the legislation lacked additional funding for local police forces. Some uh, opposed it on similar grounds that drug Drugs are bad. Uh, <laughs> seriously, is that what it said? Okay. Let's make sure I read that right. Because they're bad. The last thing we need, in quotations, the last thing we need is more addictive behavior altering drugs in this country. Uh, end quote by <laughs> Ro- Rep. Bob Good, uh, Republican for Virginia, told Huffington Rep. Post. Bob, that's good shit, man. Every major urban area has increased crime and Democrats are legalizing drugs and propping up the marijuana industry. Jim Jordan of Ohio said on the House floor. Oh, my God. (laughs) This hurts my brain. Give me my smoke, you Republican dickholes. Rep his desk, he'll just (laughs) fall asleep on it. True. Can we just make fun of these fucking guys before we jump onto the Democrats? Because fucking... Bob Good. Fuck you, Bob. The last thing we need is more addictive behavior altering drugs in this ca- country. In Dude, 2022. They're doing it Come anyway. On. I was about to say, uh, Bob, exactly. Bob, I'm just exactly. going to say this, Bob Good. Um, in terms of addictive behaviors, everyone is addicted to something in our modern world. I tell you what, Bob. I tell you what, Bob, I'll fucking believe you and your bullshit if you can manage to not pick up and look at one of these for three fucking hours. Then I'll believe you that, you know, oh, we shouldn't be encouraging addiction. Everything's addictive. There's like addictions everywhere you look. Maybe 30, 40 years ago, you had a chance, but not anymore. The fucking world is trying as hard as it can to get. Think of every uh, ad you see. I'm totally addicted to this game. Like, like that's like that's where we're at. Caffeine fucking caffeine's probably more harmful than most goddamn things. Like I you can go through the laundry list of addictive substances that alter your mind every single goddamn alcohol. day that we never fucking think of. Yeah, alcohol. When you I guarantee Bob Good right drinks scotch. Yeah, about Jake, say, right here. Big Pharma. Yeah. Like, yeah. Jesus yep. Christ, it's 2022. When did the war on drugs start? And when did the fucking eradication... Nixon. And the, the... Okay, there you go. So, and, and when did the smear campaign of marijuana begin? What year was that, Phil? Yeah. Uh, it was actually when the movie Reefer Madness was published, an old black 30, and white movie. 39? I want to say, very, it, like, it was between the World Wars, I want to say, uh, because it We've was... We've watched that on here before. That shit's funny. 
it's it, it's a very fascinating thing when you get into it uh the cultural differences and why marijuana was so stigmatized at the turn of the last century because uh, you also got to remember money. well there's money That's was it. one money. thing but also there was also nationalism and fear of the other also played into a lot. like you guys remember watching the movie um tombstone when Wyatt yes. gets off and he meets that guy wearing that really nice Tony hat. <laughs> and... <laughs> weed? You're here for weed? Have you ever sucked dick for crack? No, but you're yeah. a former mayor of Canada or whatever the fuck did. But no, no, uh, but c- continuing on, uh, when Wyatt gets off the uh, train, uh, he meets this one guy that kind of runs the town. He's like, I'm the mayor of this town. I'm the sheriff. And I'm also the head of the nonpartisan anti-Chinese league. And that was a very, unfortunately, that was a real thing in the turn of the last century. And it was seen as like, a, in here in the West, we've drank our drugs. Okay. We've typically drank our drugs and alcohol. Smoking your drugs was seen as something that was foreign and different and something that the other did and so that was something that also helped stigmatize marijuana on top of william randolph hearst and hearst paper manufacturing not wanting to uh basically be out a lot of money from their significant yeah, lumber william holdings. randolph hearst that guy was a fucking creep prick so, <laughs> it's so just, yeah it just so- amazes me that in 2022 we are still able to stigmatize a natural growing plant as a such an evil and hallucinogenic fucking awful mind altering (laughs) drug yet we're still pushing hardcore pill popping prescriptions left and right over the counter that will fuck you up get you addicted hardcore and it's all legal folks but we're still going to stigmatize Tony, our uh, our black supremacist friend posted on uh, Facebook today um, that I, I wouldn't know. I've been oh, blocked. Yeah, you, you got blocked. I was about um, to say, if he's blocked, is he really? I know. I'm just I'm just informing you. I'm just informing he's just you. Just a that black supremacist. Our that you favorite, to know. our favorite black supremacist uh, posted uh, an article. I uh, can't remember. I think it was Wall Street Journal article that said smoking marijuana while pre- while pregnant is not a good thing. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Like, do we need a Wall Street Journal article fucking posted on Facebook to let us know that doing drugs of any kind while you're pregnant is bad? Hmm. And yes, zombie Batman props to Phil powering through the dick crack joke like a champ. Yeah, you know, uh, like being on a show with these two guys for as long as I have, you have to just power through whatever thought you're having because they will like. It was a good power bottom. Uh, you, you know, I'm the best, the best power bottom. bottom. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. No, but my my point Lift is like from the bottom. It, whether whether you're lefty or you're righty, the the people that really don't understand it or even really thought through this whole goddamn drug thing, they always just like scare tactic the shit out of it. Like pregnant women, yeah. ah, they're gonna kill all the babies. Like, well, okay, well yeah. you're lefty oh, and you're okay with abortion, so like shut chances. up. Like, and then it's like, and then you I get remember. to the you get to these far righties that are like, oh no, it's gonna be mind altering. And be like, meanwhile, you sit there drinking scotch. It's like shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Well, yeah, I remember one time our high school biology teacher, he was like, now think about this, students. If we legalize marijuana, do you want your surgeon smoking marijuana before doing surgery on you? And I'm like, what kind of fucking surgeons going out and getting blazed right before surgery? Like who, like, 
yeah, I don't want him drinking scotch. I don't even want him smoking a cigar right before he's going. If I had, had to choose, if you had the choice, I would say let him have. Oh a yeah, fucking, if I had yeah, to if, choose, if I had to choose between like five or six glasses of fucking bourbon or a joint, I'm gonna pick the joint because he's gonna be way more relaxed and way more steady of a hand. Yeah, so. be like, do you want him to Sorry. take his prescription Adderall or smoke a joint? But yeah, like like you said, they <laughs> no. always try to go to these extreme examples. <laughs> no. But it has yeah, no bearing yeah. on just a plain old regular adult wanting to do what they wish the with their own body. Yeah. Uh, and if, like you, if it's uh, gender reassignment surgery, I'm walking in and just be like, fuck me up, fam. <laughs> well, what uh, I'm saying is, like, the, we've got people that believe that they can lord over your very state of mind, what you can put into your body, how you wait, treat your what? own mood and what like yeah so i to me that's one of the most fundamental tyrannies is trying to control your very state of mind from moment to moment i i don't know if you guys saw that ad that was on here it was it was deodorant for your pits and your butthole it like what? literally said i put it in my butt too hopefully it Bro, pops back up <laughs> i've been looking for a new butthole deodorant okay it a hopefully brand? it pops back up i want to read the next one we've been spending way too much time on that Things guys. i never knew Every major urban area has increased crime and Democrats are legalizing drugs and propping up the marijuana industry from I mean, Jim Jordan. Here's shouldn't have introduced crack into the inner city areas. Normally, that was normally, the CIA, not the Republicans. Get it yes, right. Yes, that was the CIA. Same thing. Um, I normally i like uh, jim jordan according to uh, trump no <laughs> <laughs> now <laughs> normally i Sorry, like jim you. jordan's uh no you're fine you guys are fine uh i'm trying to hold on to the fucking one thought i have here and you guys just keep entering i'm like God you're damn, just not as good at pushing through it. as phil koe uh every uh, so anyway rep rep jim jordan i like a lot of his takes most of the time the guy has good shit to say but this is where i fucking lose it with the the fucking the, the retard republicans because it's all democrats are making crime bad and they like they go to like phil was just talking about you go to these extremes to where you lose the middle of the country you lose everybody else if you just said uh, if he's really against it, maybe he would actually have like a, uh, a a good stance. But legalizing drugs, propping up the marijuana industry. And so the only thing he's actually got on here that most people would disagree with are increased crime. OK, talk about the increased crime. He does it. He, he goes, urban area has increased crime because that's a talking point this year. So it's a just a dipshit Republican talking point right now. And then. Now they're legalizing drugs and propping up marijuana industry. And so all you do is you get the people that that have these retard righty thoughts that can't think past that fucking talking point. You lost everybody else. It's over. It's fucking over now. This is the dumbest thing that the most Republicans fucking bring up. This is not the way to win this argument. If you are actually worried about drugs and increased crime, bring up that. Like, just leave it at that fucking christ like why do we have to like do these stupid fucking buzzword talking points all the goddamn time that just everybody shuts it off and then and then well rep jim jordan he had too many hit pieces so he got kind of shut down so they're not going to listen to him anyway but check your pms boys checking to pms right now but you you get what i'm saying yeah yeah that's cool. Yeah, no, I, it, it's that it's the standard line of thinking that's just completely and utterly outdated at this point. That's what I mean. In 2022, 
we're still using the same talking points. Like, specifically, yes, like the Republican, the votes, you can see it. It's just been ingrained. His two in points that line after the thinking. first one have nothing to do with the first one, though. He didn't tie them together. Right. Just, no, you're right. He's you're just right. piling on shit he doesn't like, and it means nothing. It means yeah. nothing. Unless you can actually like connect them, connect them. If there is a connection, yeah, no, I, I want to hear about I, I it. I'd be interested in that. But when you just say, I don't like drugs uh, because of criminals, and then uh, a lot yeah. of criminals are also sexual abusers, and and I don't like uh, uh, when it's, people touch it has nothing to do kids. He's just proof. naming bad things at this point. Yeah, it's just it's buzzwords. Like, it's buzzwords yeah. and talking points that have no actual, actual data. You know what pisses me Not off about now. Jim Jordan? Jim Jordan's smarter than that. Now, I think that's why it pisses me off, because Jim Jordan is smarter than that. Jim Jordan can actually put together a coherent argument most of the goddamn time. This is lazy yeah. bullshit. It, it does feel very much like crutch stigmas that we've heard a thousand times over for decades and decades and decades, because there's nothing new here. It's just the same thing. It's on repeat. It's just we're playing the best hits. It's like Foreigner going to a state fair. Hey, you like those songs? Because we're going to play them again. We might even play them twice, folks. Yep. <laughs> Here we go. We got uh, Rep. Jamie uh, Raskin mocked Republicans for harboring outdated views on marijuana. This is probably actually true. It's like they saw reefer madness in middle school and never got over it. <laughs> and the bizarre allegation <laughs> by uh, Rep. Madison Cawthorn, Republican of North Carolina, that Republican leaders invited him to orgies Maybe, dude, that's a whole or, other show. Orgies? You, I'm in. I'm in. Did you guys hear about wow. this fucking story? That's a whole nother show. Now, gentlemen, know we got gentlemen, for that. gentlemen, I must interrupt you, folks, because no, you're fine. Make we have an introduction here, folks. We have a new person, first ever appearance on Big Bucking Empire, the dog and chicken show. He is coming here all the way from the Mask Off podcast. Folks, he is the one, the only, all the way from Indiana and by way of Illinois, the one, the only, Tiberius motherfucking D. How are we doing there, sir? Doing all right. It's good to see you. How are you doing? Yeah, welcome, good. Welcome, welcome, sir. To, the welcome to the show. So, uh, pleasure to meet everybody. Uh, of course, Phil's been on my show a few times, so uh, always a, always gracious to return the favor. Uh, he talks you guys up a lot. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, so, yeah, uh, thanks for having me on the Big Buck and Empire. I do appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, no man. Absolutely. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Uh, now, <clears throat> so, uh, if you're here, obviously, there's some thought that's <clears throat> some impetus of thought that's brought you here. Something that's boiling under the surface that you need to get off your chest. Oh, sure. So um, I'll, I'll, I can probably do intros later because I'm sure somebody wants to know at least like a little bit about me or credentials or some shit. Uh, but getting into the details of what I was thinking with this is that uh, two things. Number one is that the, Demo or the Democrats and the Republican Party are changing. I've talked about this for a better part of the last two to three years in that um you guys probably have noticed that what used to be Republican isn't Republican anymore. Mm -hmm. And you can also say the same, the Democrats. Uh, my dad is cool. like, Oh, I'm still technically a registered Democrat. And I'm like, you wouldn't have voted Democrat for the last three elections, you know? And he's just like, well, yeah, just the Republicans are now more for working class people than the Democrats are, which I'm not going to get into whether that's actually true or not, but that is the perception that is absolutely out there. Or uh, is that, it's weird that Republicans are now uh, have gone from kind of being the 
the big uh, corporate party to yep. being for, more for like rural, uh, we, we call them Republican, but rural working class folks, or at least they're trying. And we can get into that. Uh, but also like the Democrats also inverted. They used to be the party that uh, of FDR that was literally founded and built on by unions. And now yeah. you've got unions and we can openly prove this. Unions are now splitting their vote 50-50, and if you're looking at actual trades unions, they're knocking it out of the park for Republicans going 70 points or, you know, 70% for them. So, yeah, the game has changed. Now, I, I, I got to say, I'm going to agree with you a little bit here because on the Democrat side, they used to, like, it's kind of this odd, like, uh, juxtaposition of, I represent the working man, even though I'm fucking loaded and I have a perfect tan. It's like, well, wait, wait a minute. What the fuck? And so, yeah, like, whether you agree with it or not, the branding now is that Republicans are the, the party of the people now, the party of the little guy. And, but now I really wonder... Well, when, when you got characters it, like Nancy Pelosi, it's hard to. Well, not, uh, I was I was going to bring up AOC. Like this is yeah, masterful. Yeah. It's actually masterful here. what's been going on because uh, between the squad and Republicans, this is. I, I'm glad you brought this up because I've been thinking about this for a couple couple of weeks or longer now. But like when they do this whole like cancel student debt thing, like the Republicans have fucking own this so goddamn well the ones that are actually fighting back on it because they're like well okay cancel student debt you realize that really only benefits rich white kids like that's that's not helping anybody but rich white kids like what what, what are you trying to do like honestly like, they're, they're they're trying to appeal to their voter base what like well yeah you're buying votes well, that's it's not. Even, well, that's not, not. That's actually not just it. Like uh, politics, that's literally, and in, in democracy is. I'm. I'm. I'm going to be a little jaded here. It's blatant bri bribery, and what it is is that you go to Washington and you're like, "Hey, look, I'm going to do something for you." Right. That is the purpose of having a political system in a nutshell. Now we can talk about you know being libertarian and why you would not want to reduce that at some other point, but in a general sense, is that a political system. Uh, is there to, and as long as it's not a dictatorship, to basically wedge one group of interests against another. Uh, and then whoever ends up kind of winning the election gets what they want, and they try to pass what they want through. Um, when it comes to the Democrats, while they tried to maintain this, like, more working class kind of perception, uh, you know, and, and like, AOC is one of the big poster childs because, you know, she was 27, bartender, you know, all this stuff. Now she's a congresswoman. And you've got a few more stories like that. Remind you that almost every single one of these folks is a college graduate with a bachelor's or more. And on top of that, if you want to get into it, is that their voter base, the single biggest unifier for the Democratic Party isn't black. It isn't white. It isn't uh, it isn't race. It isn't wealth. It's do you have a college degree? Mm -hmm. And that is what the, the Democrats have figured that out is that the future yeah. of that party, at least what they're diving into, is that it is going to be the, not necessarily white-collar party, but it's going to be far more, um, if you have a college education slash liberal indoctrination, which is not even liberal Absolutely, because they they're grooming these people when they actually get on campus to think like them. How dare you There's call them groomers. Well, there's a level I where chose that, my word poorly. we'll get to okay. that in another story. Yeah. Like there's a level yeah. where I would love to talk about that because I've got shots to fire. We're getting there tonight. Right, yeah. cool. uh, but anyway, um, when it, when it does come out, the parties are changing and that's fine. That's needed. Uh, the old Republican party was not something I really cared for. The old democratic party was inept. So I'm, I'm really kind of glad to see that it's moving. Uh, the no, question is, what fair. is it going to move into? And that's where we still have options. 
And, and where uh, do you think? How do you think that plays into the marijuana bill that just got uh, passed in the House? That's like that's the weird part. Okay, so the guy that you're talking about, I can't remember his name, but I've heard a few people John talk Good? about him. I think um, it was either that or Jim Jordan. I think it's one Jim Jordan. Okay. Um, one. Uh, if he I, was if the I, Ohio wrestling coach turned uh, representative or senator or something. Yeah. Okay, so there's one of the. What, the there's one Wasn't really Bernie Hastert. Or Denny Hastert, his coach, the disgraced former congressman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go, go, go no, ahead. Cool. Uh, there's one of them that has been incredibly vocal, and everyone's like, "Why are you doing this? You can't even make good rhetoric." And the only thing that I've been told that actually like justifies what he's doing, it's not that he's actually a traditional like old school type of conservative that just hates marijuana. It's that he's actually he's an active lobbyist for private prisons. Uh, uh, Jake 700. We're at 700. God damn it. Yeah, 700 <laughs> stars, and I will take another shot of gin, you rotten, no good bastards. Tony, that doesn't count. You can't just type 700 and say it's a... <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> but you know, 700. you know, that is an angle that a lot of people don't consider in their analysis is our massively profitable prison industrial complex that we have in this country and how it's so tied in with our political, uh, elites like a lot like there was yep you know a friend of mine from high school that went on a bad path and shortly after high school he went to prison for a good long while and when he got out we talked for a while and like tell me about your experience i wanted i wanted to hear about and um he told me that everybody there talked about they're going to poppy bush's commissary because the prison he was in was owned by bush senior and whenever you fucking like bought shoelaces or gummy bears or shit like they they worked out the percentage. It was a very high percentage of every dollar went directly to fucking Poppy Bush. And so I was like, okay, this is not good when the people who make our decisions are profiting off of the prisons. Uh, yeah. All the most important things in the fucking world. Are How many people a business and it sucks because yeah. somebody's gonna profit regardless. And if we it, do somehow manage to cost. eradicate <laughs> the evil behind the business that is taking advantage of the situation something else will just slide right back into its place. It, it, it's the, almost the, unavoidable. The prison industrial <laughs> complex thing, I think that's actually a super important one because there's still, despite several movies, like Netflix made it a big deal. I've seen all kinds of, like, you know, mini documentaries, docu-series, and all kinds of different things, like, try to understand it more. And there's still a lot, like, I don't understand and know totally about it. I just, I, I get a lot of the bad shit, obviously. Um, but man when i talk to people a lot of people don't understand it and they they don't connect it to the war on drugs they don't connect it to politics they don't connect it to policy and and things that have happened over the last 20 30 years and and you know it's it's frustrating that it doesn't make it down uh uh to to all levels boom there's the 700 phil take some gin Fuck. so okay. that 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 part to me is the most frustrating because most of the time the only time i hear uh about like the prison system in in all these issues relating to each other uh is online in talks like this or on you know some political twitch bullshit thing where they all just rabble 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 the whole well time. the weird conversation started really beginning when we were talking about releasing people when when marijuana was going to become decriminalized, what, two years ago when we started talking about it again? I remember talking about it. Yeah, when it got passed ago. the first time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we were like... I think we should recriminalize some of gin. these people. No. <laughs> At what point do we start releasing some of these people? Because 
they're in there for literally a victimless crime, and it's ridiculous. But they're in there with people who've literally murdered Why you pulling other me people, up? and it's there's there no. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. Phil's got to get his beef eater in. How is it, Phil? <laughs> yeah, why don't you just take a double, Phil? That'd be great. Yeah, double would be great. Yeah, go for it, man. Fuck. Okay. Is the second one better? Delicious, yummy, yummy in my fucking tummy. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Continue, gentlemen. Fuck. But yeah, I. Uh, let's wrap just, this up. I, we got an hour to go, and I still got three more stories. But so. when we talked about when we talked about it the first time, you're right. We started talking about like at what point do we who's going to get grandfathered in this? Who's going to get released? And then we started talking about during uh, COVID lockdown, releasing people to go home. It's so weird to think about who gets to stay in prison and who's deemed not worthy to be released when we were talking about lockdowns being more important than anything else in the world. It's who's making these decisions and who's allowing people out of the prison system based on not just what they did to get there in the first place, but how profitable it is for them to keep them there. Uh, Phil uh, from Zombie, uh, go to a bar and pay to drink. Go live online and get paid to drink. Gotta love hey. this world. Hey, Isn't it know, great? I don't even have to drive to my bed. I can just walk upstairs. I am a <laughs> fucking capitalist first and foremost, folks. So, uh, yes, I will. I will put my own enjoyment second. So, But now, all right, chicken, yeah. I think we can all agree fuck yes legalize weed smoke yes. blunts smoke joints smoke yeah. bongs 2022 that would be right for me and you but we'll see what happens folks because uh, this has been a war if you're betty white you get 99 fucking years make the best of your life and do whatever the fuck makes you happy, fucking folks. fun hell yeah but now all that being said chicken the next topic du jour this evening. Oh, this one's going to be a spicy one. Um, that's why I was yeah, like, we get, we got to move on to it. because And we got Ty bad. here now. Yeah. Hunter Biden grand jury witness was asked, uh, or yeah, was asked who is the big guy in Chinese deal? <laughs> um, so obviously we know now the laptop is real. A witness who testified before Hunter Biden grand jury was asked to identify the big guy in the first son's planned deal with the Chinese energy conglomerate as calls ramped up to have President Biden included in a conspiracy probe. The question arose after the witness has shown uh, was shown a piece of evidence <clears throat> while appearing in secret before the panel in uh, Wilmington. Wilmington, Delaware, a source familiar with proceedings told the Post. A bombshell email exclusively reported by the Post in October 2020 that was uh, that was that not allowed to not allowed to be shared on social media for quite some time. And I actually I have a uh, a strike on YouTube and on Facebook because of that. Biden, uh, yeah, crazy. Yeah, I'm a Biden bully through and through of uh, equity in a company created by a joint venture with uh, CEFC China Energy Org. Uh, so anyway, uh, so this is in front of a grand jury. And so uh, the grand jury pretty much is being, you know, shown a lot of this footage and all the, the issues on there and say, hey, do you, uh, do we have enough here to um, um, file charges or, or, or go after this? Uh, yeah, it's it. I don't know. It's Washington. Or it's New York Post. They're speculating a little bit. Uh, you know, and you know, when you hear that question pop up of 
who is the big guy of course any any new york post reporter sitting there going getting all giddy and their nipples get hard and they're like oh this is a great story um but honestly like yeah you should be a little giddy about hearing that so i i think it's worth uh worth talking about well, what do you guys I, think if i may uh just real quick um anytime corruption is brought to light that's always a good thing but ty yep. i think this would be a perfect opportunity for you to give the people your own proper introduction and uh, some of your credentials as to why they should listen to the great tiberius d all right, fair enough. Uh, my name is Tiberius D. I studied in economics and political science, uh, although I never actually like finished out the, the degrees because college is um, kind of bad. Um, but we'll talk about that at a later date. Anyway, when it, what it comes down to it is that I am a wonderful person on Twitch and YouTube on Twitch that I have over 2,100 followers. So apparently somebody thinks it's worth listening to me. I largely talk about geopolitics, domestic politics, uh, and also a few things that kind of interest me. So like geeky stuff like Star Trek, Star Wars, 40K. Um, if you're interested in any of that, definitely check me out. Uh, I've largely been talking about with the geopolitics stuff, Ukraine in particular. And one of my most uh, favorite videos for the review stuff is, is William T. Riker a good character? So there's plenty to digest within all that. Go check it out. I really appreciate it. Love it. Love it. Good shit. Here, what here. are your thoughts on uh, on this story specifically? Uh, okay, so I'm going to ruffle everybody's feathers as I usually do when it comes love to it. War, when, it, when it comes to uh, corruption and people doing bad things in D.C. Uh, everybody's in on it. And what it's not that <laughs> no. um, it's not that anyone's oh, a good guy. It's not it's not that the Trumps are the good guys. It's not that the Bidens are the good guys. Everybody's in on it. What is different? is two things. Number one is who made deals with who, because some more often than not, these more uh, wealthy families, particularly the ones that are well-connected, have been in the game for you know, 40, 50 years or multiple generations, is that they um, will build separate connections because they have different power bases, right? So certain people will trade, will deal with the Russians, certain people will deal with the Chinese, some people deal with the Saudis, uh, or and then you've got a lot of domestic stuff in-house too as well. Um, so, what I have been seeing for the last like six years is that a lot of the dirty laundry has been been not a tried. I want to put it this way: a lot of the dirty laundry that has been in backdoor politics, somebody is trying to leak out, uh, whether it's part of politics or not, and the American people aren't digesting it because they really don't see the the scope. Um, we have seen. I don't want to hit this, but I'm going to hit it anyway. It whether is. it's Trump, Ukraine, Clintons and the Saudis, whether it's, uh, you know, anyone in the Russians for all that matter, um, <laughs> you keep getting little snippets here and there. Hey, this person was trying to do this or this or that. Now, part of it, media bullshit. Let's not be wrong here. It's drama and the American people love drama. It sells newspapers. It sells Ford pickup trucks. Here's the reality. The reason why you haven't seen anybody get hanged or that you don't see anyone get ousted for a long time for blatant corruption is that if it hits the fan, it starts like a dark and dirty war because you have some very powerful people that if you do pull the levers out from under them, people start turning up dead. We've seen this before. We've seen guns in the center. Right? Oh, excuse me. Um, yeah. Anyway, excuse me. Um, long story short here. I'm amazed that we're at the point that we are, particularly in the fact that, quite honestly, if anyone, if anything gets hit with the Biden family in Hunter, 
I guarantee the Trump family gets hit with them too. Because one of the biggest supporters, particularly the Clinton family for a very long time, was the Trump family. So they all know their dirty laundry. So well, I'm actually amazed that we've gotten here to this point. But on the other side of that is that if you know somebody's dirty laundry does truly well and get out, I think somebody's out for blood. And you're going to see literally, quote unquote, a witch hunt cleansing of a significant portion of the American leadership, which will be very interesting. God so, bless it. But uh, now I, I do got to say, uh, Tiberius, you touched on something very interesting there when you're talking about Trump and Biden. And when uh, Trump was exiting office and Biden was coming in, the lefties all wanted, oh, God, we want we want Trump in cuffs and we want him in jail. And Biden knew, nope, we're not doing that. Because if they put him in cuffs, then the other side's going to want to put me in cuffs. And this is just going to keep <laughs> fucking going and going and going. And, going. and it is kind of a race to the bottom. But, you know, at the same time, you know, if we have a cleansing fire, I'll take it. Like, if we can just cleanse oh. the bad actors. But, you know, speaking of bad actors. I was going to say, Biden just has just joined just the stream while you were talking. Uh, Tiberius Biden... is more important than fucking Joe Biden. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, 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 By yeah. like magnitude. But I, as 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 a as a gracious host, I would like Joe Biden to have a response to uh, well, what chicken, Tiberius I'm had to say. I'm also being there. like Obama and blatantly and purposely ignoring Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Corn Pop knew oh. what was up. Corn now. Pop was a cool dude. <laughs> now, I've got to ask. Uh, in the pool. Joe, if, if I can have just a moment. Now, Tiberius, yes, this is a big, big opportunity for you. Uh-oh. This is your chance to ask. You're on with the president Joseph of the United Biden, States. Joseph Biden, any question. So if you had one question to ask Joe Biden right now, what would it be, Tiberius? Um, be as serious as you can, because I want to see how... Joe oh, oh if, okay, yeah, no. I actually can ask Joe Biden one question, it's, dude, what are you going to do in November after the Democrats get the crap kicked out of them? Look, I'm prepared. Look, my, my vice president, my, Michelle Obama, look, she's prepared. <laughs> I mean, wait a minute. Hang on. No, 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 I'm going to get this right. Look. Michael Obama, I mean, look, Kamala Michael. Harris. No, no, stop it. Look, my <laughs> vice president, Kamala, look, she's a beautiful woman. She's amazing. And she's she's got, she's just an inspiration. All right, look, she's going to, you know, she's going to get down and dirty. She's going to get on her knees. She's going to do what has to be done. She's going to do the hard work. And she's going to make sure we're not going to get our asses whooped like you're predicting, mister. Like, we're going to we're, we're gonna turn things around. We're building back better. And if that means getting a little bit of stuff on your blouse, it is what it is. <laughs> well done. Miss the ladies and gentlemen, the current occupant of yep. 1600 Pennsylvania. Joe, Avenue. as always, we appreciate having you on. Uh, any any last words for the American strong, people? Folks. Yes. <laughs> any any last words there. for the American people you want to you want to like get out there before we uh, kick your ass off of here? Look, you know, we're just building back better every day and you know, don't don't worry about us flip-flopping from this week to next week and I'm sure that whatever press secretary I find next will be the spawn of Satan just like fucking Chucky. I mean Jen Saki. We'll see you in <laughs> November. The president of the United States, ladies and gentlemen. The most popular Joseph president in history, everyone. Biden. Uh, so, yes, Tiberius, I can tell you're extremely honored. Like, this this was a, a moment that you, you did not think was, like, I know. You came on this show. We had the big guests. But back. in all legitimacy. Build back, like, build a bear. Yes. Build back, build. <laughs> nice. Well done, Lynn. But I, I do got to say, uh, getting back to your analysis, you do bring up a good point of, everybody's hand is in the cookie jar because it's even like huh what do you know romney's kid is also in ukraine pilfering money nancy's kid is in you or I, I think maybe like a nephew or something is it and like to me yes the corruption is very very bipartisan but it's one of those like the minute you start to see it like you said it looks it's now hunters, all the way around though hunters when, when let's you... not pretend that's not uniquely bad because just the shit that was just his personal shit that was on revealed was just like i'm if it wasn't for the fact that it was sank in the news media and in the social media purposefully and purposely suppressed that probably would have uh turned the election <laughs> in, a, in favor of donald trump in a country of 300 and 30 million, whatever we're at right now. Like it's disgusting when you start hearing the same names pop up over and over and over. Like, it, like you were saying through the whole Ukraine thing, that's pretty fucking gross. But then you even jump into like uh, the, the Jelaine Maxwell and it's Comey's fucking daughters, the lead prosecutor. You're like, All right, is this what? Like that can't, 
Okay, coincidence. Okay, okay, we'll call that. But then it just keeps happening and happening. And you're just like, Jesus Christ. Like, I don't want to go all Alex Jones on shit, but fuck, yeah, it's right in front of my face. Like, what Embrace am I supposed to say? Time. Like, <laughs> this seems like just blatant corruption at a certain point. Like, <sighs> so um, I'm not familiar with the Comey's daughter's part, but are we, are we, she's the things- lead prosecutor on uh, the Jelaine Maxwell case. And then, uh, obviously, so Jelaine Maxwell is being found guilty. Sounds like everything's going to go through. The appeal didn't go, didn't stick. But like nobody else has charges, so they they are finding her guilty of child sex trafficking, even though she never tracked trafficked them. So it's like, how how do you mm. prove that she's guilty of it if she didn't do it? That means somebody else did it, but nobody else is going to jail for this. And like, also keep in mind, she's the first like, person in human weird. history to be convicted of sex trafficking minors to no one. All the fucking evidence of who was the fucking Johns oh. has been sealed sure. and we're not allowed to know who they are. And so that's a huge bit of fucking corruption. And so it's like, you know, when yeah. they, they say it's a conspiracy that there's a pedophile ring that runs DC. Epstein. Oh, excuse me, guys. I've just, I've just been having these, these, uh, if, these if, you're, if, if all you're going to convict Jake somebody of stars. being guilty, yet there's no actual victims in place and we can't actually connect the dots but we're just going to go through with this. Like, I understand she deserves it. And I don't want her to not get a guilty verdict, but Jesus. Oh, I just we're want the files unsealed. covering up more shit at that point. Are we not? Yeah. And so that's, that's what we're t- kind of getting at is that, yeah, it's starting to get uniquely bad now. And when you add the Hunter stuff on top of that, it, it now, it's what we're going to kind of get into in another story, but it's like, um, now, Ty, you've been saying that there's been a lot of changes in the parties, but there's also been some changes in some branding, because I think it would be fair to say that the Democrats have done all they can over the last 20 years to try and brand the word Republican racist. Is that a fair Yeah, that's assessment, very fair. Ty, in your opinion? The Democrats have tried all they can to make that word synonymous with racist? I, I they they have and the funny thing is is that they kind of missed the boat in the regard that one I've actually seen the Republicans in some ways actually get uniquely less racist while the Democrats have openly and flauntingly engaged in being more racist. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. I mean, even in California, in the last election, they were advancing a bill like it was a ballot issue that you could vote on to allow people to discriminate based on race again. And that's in Democrat run California. But now, like, uh, conversely, Ty, the Republicans in the last lady, uh, as conversely, on the opposite side of the coin. uh, Now, there's going to be some strong language here, folks, but they're starting to make the word Democrat on the far right pretty much synonymous with the word pedophile. And so that's where you're getting like, okay, groomer and you're getting like all. And so it's, it's starting to get like pretty nasty tit for tat. Like you said, like there's an escalation we're just going to see how far it goes. But this is just when you add that Hunter Biden. And then with all these other stories we're talking about, it does kind of add to that general branding, if you will. Here's that it's a good segue to lead us into the next story. We can continue this conversation on how the left and the right are trying to frame each other into things. Cause like this one is uh, the epitome of, of failures and successes uh, on both sides, really like there's, <coughs> I, I thought Democrats did a good job framing this uh, 
with with really good wording but uh ultimately uh it's it's turned against them i don't think they were prepared for it so we got critics of florida's don't say gay bill uh our law will say uh damage to lgbtq students parents and teachers so uh if you don't know pretty much you're not uh, as teachers or school faculty you're not allowed to have private conversations uh with children under a certain age about sexuality uh and you have to report these conversations uh to the parents uh through that age group um, you can still openly have conversations that are not in secret and public conversations uh, at the same time. So, um, did, but, did Jake did Jake actually drop five hundred? No, stars? Jake dropped fifty fucking stars. Jake doesn't understand how this works. Okay, you can't drop it's five hundred for a shot a of shot. gin, Jake. Uh, I said he asked me what shot I was taking. I said I would do gin. He said, "Nice, probably better gin. It's Pinnacle gin. It's definitely better than beef eater. But yes, you would be." <laughs> 450 and i will do the gin shot jake so anyway uh thoughts on first thoughts on the branding of this uh of this bill uh the democrats i thought did a really good job of saying don't say gay making it the don't say gay bill is actually really like it got a lot of traction it got a lot of people to actually click on it and go oh my god this sounds it's like i in terms of branding both sides you have to give them a plus in their branding because don't say gay is like i like ike it's just so easy yeah, to yeah. remember and it just goes it spreads the idea so quickly um it's kind it of like keep it up. three three four syllables and you can make yep. it rhyme fuck yeah you got it you're, now you're on the it. other side uh if you oppose this bill all they have to do is just say okay groomer and that's yeah. it and this and so the easiest thing side, both sides, you have to give A plus for their branding, even if you don't agree with their tactics. Yep, yeah. I agree. Ty, what's your thoughts, sir? I, I'm largely going to have to go with you on this one. the 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 problem is, is that, um, actually, I don't know. Maybe this is a problem. Maybe this is actually a really good thing. Is that this is going to come down to the moderates? And I've always said that the moderates really are the ones who decide where this country goes. Uh, the problem is with moderates is that they don't tend tend to like ideologically stay in one camp so each individual moderate tends to be really unique compared to the next one because they have a particular blend of things that makes them go well i don't really feel like i'm part of this crew or this crew so like they just kind of go their own way they're going to be the ones that decide this on a social level congratulations the normies the people who do part-time politics are going to decide the issue this guy we call Tony our normie, moderate, just my, like, and I'm like this whole time. I'm like Ty, don't encourage him. Oh my god! Like Tony, it I all love sounded you to amazing. Death. Like I, Gee, I, I love you to death. Your politics infuriate me. Everything he was saying was just <laughs> oh snap. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, but yeah, so uh, you know, you do raise a good point there. Is like because I remember Rush Limbaugh years ago, like when he was on his show, he's talking about John McCain's fucking strategy, and he was like just being kind of like annoyed about. And then you got to do this and got to do that, and <laughs> don't do anything to upset the moderates and independents. And like, yeah, I mean, uh, unfortunately, like when you've got six swing states that decide the election, yeah, like suddenly right. that soccer mom in Scranton fucking matters. All right, Tony. Look, gin like, shot. It's beer day. Damn it, Jake. I was looking forward to actually Dick. chugging a beer on beer day, not eh, gin. Whatever. Fuck it. I guess Phil's not the only gin lover tonight. Cheers, folks. Happy fuck. beer day. <laughs> uh.
Oh, that is lovely. Mm-hmm. He handled lovely. it way better. Well, um, yeah. He's more seasoned than I. So here, here's where my thoughts are on, like, I don't know why Democrats fought back on this bill so badly. They, they're they losing this battle. Most people support this bill. Even Democrats, what was the poll? I think it was like 55 to 60% of Democrats in Florida support this bill passing. Uh, good night. What else was in uh, it? Well, it was a very simple bill, and they 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 tried to like, they tried to make it sound as bad as possible with this "don't say gay" thing, and it didn't work. It right. it fucking it blew up in their face, and now you have Texas, you have Alabama. I want to say like, uh, there's like four or five states that have are are introducing bills similar to this. Uh, now it's spreading across the country because. Well, when they see that Democrats in Florida are like, yeah, uh, no, this is actually a good bill. We should do this. You know, the uh, memes have been so harmful (laughs) one way or the other that have been coming out from this. Like they have taken it and glorified it or demonized Mm -hmm. it so viciously. It's it's been beautiful watching this thing come down just on a meme level because it's been funny. Like even the lefty memes have been funny. It, yeah. It's either what? it's either the the mainstream left is that out of touch with reality and in what, what yeah. Tiberius was talking about with the you know the well you, you can call them the you know whatever you want I'll call them midwits sorry Tony um, but <laughs> the, those folks are anything different toxic I love you too <laughs> um, but so but it's like that that group's gonna go no no this actually doesn't sound that bad so they lost this battle and now it's now it's just triggered this like uh maybe a domino effect if you will um maybe not as big as some may may think it is but if you get five states that pass a similar bill which pretty much just says hey don't talk to my kids about sexual orientation because the parents aren't comfortable with it that doesn't sound that fucking bad to to 90% of this country. There's just this, and then you're like, okay, who's for this? And then you start looking around and you're like, are you on a pedophile list? Like, this is the, like the (laughs) thoughts that start running through parents' heads of like, why is this guy fighting for this bill to be passed to where they want my teacher to talk to my kid about being bi or trans or whatever. Well, if my kids, most parents go, if my kids bi or trans or whatever, I want them to talk to me about it. I'm not going to stop them. I want to make Do sure they're comfortable and blah, blah, blah. Well, I think a good chunk of this country has actually turned pretty hope, goddamn progressive. I hope you're right on that. But it's the yin and yang of that. Because when parents are hearing specific things about this, like, okay, we're going to start talking about sex and uh, identity, genderism when it comes to kids on a very young level. The initial thought is, well, hang on, I don't want you grooming my kids to think this, or I don't want you trying to put the idea in my kid's head in, in first grade that they should be talking about transitioning. That's ridiculous. But at the same time, they're also thinking, well, fuck, I don't want to have that conversation with my fucking kid. Uh, yeah, yeah, you guys just do that. <laughs> because that that's the reaction. It's the <laughs> yin and yang reactionary thought process. Because they're thinking, I don't want you to tell my kids this. But they're also thinking, I don't want to have this talk. No, I I think it's I think it's a difference between your your suburbanite white liberal mom, which is what won Joe Biden the election, allegedly, 
Um, and then that white suburban idol uh, uh, mom's husband, where he crosses that line and goes, no, fuck you. No, you're not going to be okay with like this ain't happening in my house. Like I, there's still that line um, in this country that I think still exists uh, that that might be what separated this issue to where because uh, most most of the woke woke shit that still sneaks into suburbs and in inner cities from the 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 white suburbanite mom, the soccer mom, right. if you will, the Karens, if you will, it's their husbands. That. It's their husbands eventually just say, okay, shit has gone too far. Like we're, we're done with this. I'm not I'm like, you want to, you want to do this? No, um, it's either. Yeah. It's this or that. That's the line that I think that maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I could be totally off base here, but. Well, well, if I may, um, it's just one thing that I keeps kind of coming back to my mind. And this was something I uh, first addressed in actually response to Tiberius, actually in my uh, response to your, why you like hate the Republicans, why you hate the Democrats video. And we talked about, uh, you talked about education. I talked about education. And this is another one of the reasons why Republicans could potentially clean up in the midterms is because of the education issue, because like folks like Ron DeSantis, like they touch on something very fundamental. If you're a parent with a kid in school, you are concerned of what the fuck is this parent pumping my kid's head full of? Because why are people concerned about this? It's very, very simple. Because why is libs of shit well, so popular? Because children are young and impressionable. Yeah. And people are afraid that you might give their children an impression that you, they did not want imparted upon them. And it's their children and it's their right. And so to me, this is why the Republicans are going to clean up in the midterms. And if they can keep that momentum, probably take back the White House in 2024 based on education alone. Did you ever think you'd live to see a world where Republicans are winning elections based on education? <laughs> so I'm going to take a bit of a different stance here. Ooh. All right, so uh, here's where I think this is actually kind of going and where it's at. Um, according to the polls that I that I saw, and granted, the polls are a little off bouquet. Uh, Nate Silver couldn't count fucking dimes for all I'm concerned. Right back, uh, I got to pee. I'm listening, but I got to pee. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Anyway, what, what where I'm looking at is that what won Joe Biden the election was that it wasn't suburban moms. They actually were always kind of for him or leaned him. It was suburban dads actually flipped against him. And the number, there was two reasons. Number one was COVID um, in that uh, it was a lot of uh, elderly men in particular uh, that were like, hey, look, you're not looking after your your primary voter face, which is old people. So, you know, we'll, we'll give it to the Democrat. Uh, and then anyone who was more like middle aged was largely going that while they thought Trump was actually like decent when it came to actually doing the job, he was horrible when it came to moral standards. He absolutely failed in, in that regard. Um, so when it comes to like the social part, um, suburbanites did decide that election election. They almost decide every election, to be honest. But when it came down to it is where we're going into 2022, the mood actually hasn't changed. The mood is that Democrats are actually the more moral party, whether you agree with it or not, but that's what the polling indicates. But the Republicans are the party that actually keeps your gasoline prices low and makes your food affordable. 
And that's what we're going to see a referendum on going into 22 because everything that I have seen that largely hasn't changed. We can talk about all the major issues that are on the block is that it, suburbia is openly showing over the last two years. They're probably going to go Republican on this election, but it's not because they like Republican rhetoric when it comes to social issues more. Uh, there's a few things that move the points. Don't say gay is actually one of them. But the big hitter is, is that they're literally looking at their gas prices. They're literally looking at their food prices and like, um, I'll vote for Democrats when times are good. But if times ain't good, I'm voting for Republicans because I got to pay bills. It's like that uh, tweet I sent to your side chat. Uh, mean tweets, cheap gas, 2024. Like that's like people aren't going to give a shit about the bad times if they can think about having cheap gas again. Now, funny enough, uh, I was just actually watching the markets today. Not to be construed as actual investment advice, but um, I was actually watching it and the oil prices have actually dropped a little bit below a hundred dollars a barrel. And now granted your gas <laughs> price is going to get a lot cheaper, but even the economists are talking about like, yes, you might actually get this, but it'll be at the cost of destroying the economy. And basically everything that I'm seeing and correct me if I'm wrong here, Ty, but I don't think I am. Everybody strap in, get ready for a recession. Um, there's a few things that are looking like we're heading that way. I don't want to disclose on particularly any particular point because there's about as many things making it look like we're going to have 10% growth as there is, we're going to go negative again. So I don't even want to comment on that personally, because we've got a lot going on right now that makes it look like we're about to see another industrial like golden age that we haven't seen since 43. Um, so here's where I want to, what I do want to hit on. I am shocked that gas that I'm sorry that barrels of oil aren't going 170 to 200 and I am shocked that wheat isn't going 16 to 20 dollars a bushel. You know, we could definitely go there. Uh that's well, a, here's yeah. the thing. There's yeah. a non-zero chance I, of that. I I, yeah. I I like here's the here's the thing. Number one, I don't know what's going into the markets on a day-to-day -day basis. I don't look at that. My thing's macro trends. But here's what I can blatantly, absolutely, and confidently tell you. Come the end of the year, we're going to see a food shortage in, on, in, not in this country, but on the planet. And it'll be the poor countries that suffer from it, but we're going to see a oh, yeah. food shortage. We've already seen a food fertilizer shortage, and we're literally seeing entire fertilizer companies turn the hell off. They're not doing it. When this breaks down, and it will this year, you're, you're going to see the Russian energy system, at least 30% of it, but probably actually more towards 70% of it, is going offline, and it won't be able to export. And that's 5 million barrels a day. We didn't even get to the, we didn't even get to the massive cubic feet of natural gas, right? Because uh, they're the number one exporter in the world, that, um, with the United States, is a close second. So you're talking about the world's largest natural gas supplier going largely offline. Fertilizer. Uh, Belarus and Russia together are 40% of world potash. Not the exports, mm. production. Mm. Um, Fuck. I am looking at a systematic collapse in a sizable, let's say about 15% of global energy production. I am looking at a 40 to 60% reduction in the ability to make fertilizer, mm. planetary-wise. And probably somewhere between... I think it'll a, still be that high, huh? 
between a 10 well yeah like the like the potash uh, is huge like basically russia and belarus supply most of eurasia and particularly or like actually uh, i've heard this number i can't verify it uh the two biggest suppliers they actually do is to sub-saharan africa and brazil which oh my capable but I, I, I don't know i don't have those numbers um when it comes down to it, at least, is that even the numbers I can verify blatantly across the gate, um, I guarantee, unless some weird things happens where humanity just puts one together, team, you're going to see wheat shoot through the roof come the end of the year. You're going to see oil shoot through the roof at the end of the year. And the only thing that will stop any of that here at home is if you actually start seeing export bans <laughs> or export controls to where you where you have Washington openly say, you can sell away, but you sell to Americans first. Hmm. Uh, I, so what's I'm the any good so news? Macro price controls. <laughs> Those never work. Oh news. God! No, yeah, no. no. Give, give, that does sound like recession. I, the only time. The only I've thing I wanted to say real quick was, sure. I don't think the only reason that people are going to flip towards the Republicans is because of the. You're you're 100 right because. People who vote the way they vote are going to vote the way they're going to vote. They're mm-hmm. they're they're just groomed to be that way. I hate to keep using the word groom, but it fits. It well, no, I liked what he said when bad when there's bad times, you do. Yeah, when there's Republican. bad times, I like that. That it makes perfect sense. But it's also because we've been seeing now. I don't know that this is just solely because of Donald Trump and the celebrity status that surrounded him, but since him becoming a a legitimate candidate becoming the president and being such a a figure regardless of being the president or not in politics the celebrity status of politicians has been very uptrending and i think that's going to play against the democrats in a big way when it comes this cycle because you're looking at people like aoc you're looking at people like nancy pelosi you're looking at hell comes down to the press secretary jem psaki like you're looking at these people and you're looking at the way that they talk to us and they're looking at the things that they're saying. Now you could take the words that Donald Trump said over four years and you could twist them any way that you want. But the Democrats that are put on the forefront of a podium and talking to us, they're talking to us like they're that we're children. And we don't understand yes. and we should just comply. And that pisses a lot of people off, not just Republicans, mm-hmm. not just moderates, but Democrats. No, Tony, even the ones that we trusted, like the John Stewarts, have even gone exactly. down that fucking exactly. road. If I may, if I may, uh, this is this is a bit more of a macro thing. And Ty, I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. I've always noticed um, one of the reasons I why I think comments will pull up. Yeah, yes, but one of the reasons why I think uh, conservatives always find and a lot of people find liberals so condescending is because if you look at uh, the left and the right, the I've always noticed that liberals kind of look at conservatives as somebody who wanted to become a liberal, but somehow failed. And then on the other side, I've noticed that conservatives look at liberals as somebody that could have been a conservative, but was along the way was somehow corrupted. And I've noticed that that's the, the way that I, I, I've noticed this odd juxtaposition. I'm sorry. What, what are your takes, gentlemen? Um, I, I guess you address me, so I'll go first. Um, I, I don't feel that way. I do see the animosity, but it's in, in a completely different regard. Um, number one that I'll say is that there is, the biggest reasons you actually do have left and right politics is not for what I would call blatantly like um, factual reasons. It's I, it's ideological, and if you want to root it down, it's moral reasons. 
what I have definitely noticed out of the right wing, or you can call it the Republicans, conservatives, what have you, the general thing about making somebody a right winger at this point is that they tend to have an affinity or a leaning into hierarchy, meritocracy, and individuality. And the left largely embodies more of equality, communitarianism, and uh, kind of a unity prospect, which is weird because that all, that wasn't how it used to be. Um, and if, in fact, it was almost in some ways rever exactly reversed. Um, mm -hmm. I think that the country actually had a moral realignment about 10 years ago, and no one really understood that. And we're, we're only in about, you know, the first decade of that. And it usually takes two to three decades to fall through. Remind you that the Reagan revolution started with Nixon, right? And it didn't really even finish until Bush, uh, Bush won. I, I think we're just going through one of these trends. But what when it's done and over with is that you're going to see the left and the right morally be quite different. And the reason why there's so much animosity uh, between like tradition, like I don't even want to call them liberals. Because I've openly will say that the Republican Party is the liberal party now more or more so than they're conservative at this point. And the Democrats have become the progressive party. So at least where I'm at. It's probably fair. Now, is, I, I think. Oh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Just to finish out where I'm at. The, uh, the animosity uh, that I generally see that, I, that I'm going to put into context and detail is simply that. The animosity from the right wing is that they look at progressives as not deranged, but blatantly uh, hellbent in the regards that they are they, they chase reform to such a degree that they will break anything and everything to get there. And I think that's actually a little bit legitimate. That being said, I'm biased. I, I do side myself as a right winger, even though I don't get called a right winger a lot. Um, the other side of that is when it comes to the left's animosity for the right is that it's almost like a nobility kind of thing is that they've become the college college graduated folks. And so they look down on a lot of people because or the right wing, because they tend to be poor. They tend to be less educated. They tend to be less uh, socially conscious and they tend to be um, more. Um, I don't know how to work, how to word this one. Elitist. Um, uh, if you want to yeah. go with it, just it's, it, it is a level of elitism. Does it deserve? Smug. Smug. Like, is, I mean, if you want to put it that way, sure. Uh, but I will definitely say that there These is are an all air. synonyms. It's okay. Yeah, sure. There <laughs> is an air of, um, of elitism that comes from the left. And there's a layer or there's an air of, um, I guess, just reckless disdain from the right when it comes to the left. So. Like, don't get me wrong. I actually think some of these are really justified, but I can, I'll have to pick those apart uh, personally. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Fair enough. <laughs> um, well, I, what I was the original of... question? <laughs> oh, we touched um, on a what... lot of shit there. Yeah. Th yeah. This, this yeah. is a discussion. <laughs> uh, but one, one last thing before we shift gears. The one thing I would put a little bit finer point when you were talking about the difference of the outlook of the left and the right, what, I, what I've noticed is on the right, there's more of an emphasis on systems, like the institutions of the systems, like how does the police station work? How does the town work? How does this work? It's an emphasis on the system. While on the left, you have more of an emphasis on outcome. Like, okay, how are we going to get, 
help for this person? How are we going to get this done? And they don't really seem to care as much about the. And for Republicans, is if you disrupt the system, that's when they start getting really antsy and itchy, and they start fucking shifting in their chair a little bit. Once you start to disrupt their systems, well, Democrats and on the left, that's just my personal observation. They're much more outcome oriented, and that's just the last final uh, point I'd put. On that. They well, I don't know if they're more outcome oriented. You said less outcome oriented uh, on the left. They care more about the outcome than the actual system that's but involved in they? getting there. They, they don't, don't care about the cost. It. They don't care about. Well, that's what I mean. Oh. They don't care about the system. They just care about the outcome. I'll, I'll actually I would love to get in on this if you don't mind. Um, I, I actually don't necessarily agree or disagree with you in the regard that I find that um, neither the left or the right are really that ideologically or personally consistent. Um, and that if they want, if either side wants to make an outcome uh, argument, they will happily do so. And they may even be correct in some of the things that they're saying. Uh, and then the left will do the exact same thing, but then they'll flip gears where they'll be moral and principled. But then, you know, two months later, they're completely being hypocrites. And it doesn't matter if it's right or left. It's been incredibly consistent, um, at least from my eyes. I, I'm very much disgusted with our, the state of our politics because there is no long term games that I'm seeing. That it's like, hey, I'm going to invest in the future of the Republican or Democratic Party. It's literally, can I win the next election? It literally it's is in the moment. It's a it platform is. of living in the moment. Like you have to adjust to the moment. And right. whoever is in control at the moment, you basically have to take your entire platform, flip flop it, and just live on a life raft of your core values. That's why you see a lot of that. Uh, we're going to pass marijuana. Well, it just it's hallucinogenic and it's evil. But at the same time, you're saying, well, we're still here for the working man, though, here all of a sudden. It, it, it's yeah. so weird to see this set of values thrown by the wayside, but this set of values, we're going to plant our stake in the ground even harder, depending on the party, depending on the time and depending on the election season. It's 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 a little disgusting, but it's not like it's anything new. It's just we're it's able to document it and watch it and Right. feel it and it's weird it's well, gotten i'm sorry I'll, I'll say is for me in in my lifetime and some of you might be older some of you might be younger i'm not sure is that i have noticed that in the 90s you would see political actors take knees whenever it came to their principles whether it be a right or left and they will not do it anymore like i do not see anyone in politics openly be like yeah i'm gonna take a knee here i'm gonna take the l because my principles tell me to and just two things that I'm going to say regarding that is, number one, uh, a principled politician, I could be wrong. They might just get their ass beat, but I'm actually kind of convinced now that people are so starved for it that if you get somebody who's actually moral and principled and actually can, you know, goes with their own principles, not saying they go with everybody's, but they go with theirs and they're consistent, they're going to get a lot of respect really quickly. Um, now, I, I will say uh, we did have him. His name was Ron Paul, and the American people did not choose him. Well, he wasn't one of the dudes. <laughs> allegedly. Ever. Allegedly did yeah. not choose him. Um, <laughs> yeah. All, all I will say about Ron Paul, he, he actually had a lot of respect from a lot of people. Um, the problem with Ron Paul is actually it was his ideology. Uh, libertarianism has the hardest time of any of the four quadrants of actually moving any political um, – any political will because conservatives say, Hey, or old, I'll put it this way. Old school conservatism was, Hey, let me go to the polls. I'll help out big business because that will trickle down to you. I will keep abortion 
you know, it's it's off the table as possible. And, um, you know, I will protect your Second Amendment rights. That's old conservatism. That's something you can go to the polls with. Social conservatism, usually. Um, old Democrats would be like, hey, we're the party of labor. We need to empower unions. We need to empower your workers' rights. We'll get you that 36-hour work week or some shit like that. That's what they ran to the polls with. And then while these aren't a political institution yet, is that I think the compass is actually moving in that regard. Uh, the statists, these are people that are socially conservative but economically liberal. They, if they were a political entity, they'd be like, hey, look, we believe that abortion's bad, but we also believe that you're working class and we need to give you a hand. Um, believe it or not, I think one of the parties is actually going to go there, but I'll have to, I'll touch that later. Statist party? Well, that looks kind of like the Democrats at the moment. <laughs> I, I think we're actually going to. Well, actually, I think we're going to see a statist versus a libertarian party. The the quadrants are going to flip. Well, or not flip, but they're going to rotate ninety. Where you're going to see instead of a liberal conservative dichotomy, we're actually going to see more of a statist libertarian dichotomy. Now, uh, you mentioned that because I give Chicken a hard time, and uh, I, uh, it's Tony, <laughs> yeah. conversely, sometimes, because Chicken actually does some campaign work for the Libertarian Party in Iowa. Mm -hmm. And me, being dedicated Mr. Republican, I always give him shit like, oh, you know, all those... Uh, we know we're going to lose, and we're Libertarian fine. Supreme Court justices that have been ascended to the Supreme Court, all those uh, Libertarian bills that have made it through... Yeah, Mitch got three on the fucking court, okay? The, the Republicans, when they fucking go to fucking the mat, they fucking go to the mat. And so it's one of those kind of frustrating things because, like, as a conservative, you want you want them all to, under your tent. My, Don't be going to, off to the other parties. Come on. To now. my defense, I joined the Mises Caucus, which was more or less just a troll to get rid of the old school libertarians that have done nothing for 30 years. <laughs> and we successfully did that. And uh, so far, I think 35 states we've taken over. So we have right. radical takeover of the libertarian party that most people aren't talking there. about. It's because great. I want right. to circle back. In, they're hard to move. I want to circle back to a comment that Jake made. I, I know this isn't like this Let's doesn't need to be deep, but yeah, uh, Jake did ask: Is Trump really disinterested on not being nominated for Speaker of the House? Just curious. Why, why would he want that? Uh, there there was a sorry, a waste of time. Uh, oh, it was there, one I, of the most beautiful Q stories. It was. It was. Yeah. It's a fun can, thought. Can, can, I, can I tell it? Position can I tell it? This is. Right this now. is the. Like as for the Trump uh, Trump folks that were like listening to Mike Lindell every day, this was the shit that yes, I was doing. Exactly. And it was oh, like, okay, don't yeah. worry. Don't worry. It's all gonna be fixed. It's all gonna be fine. Uh it's oh god, any day now. It's coming next <laughs> week, folks. You're gonna hear you're gonna hear more next week. You'll see another drop. More's uh, gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. It, but ah oh, fuck, yeah. lost my train of thought there. But go go ahead, one of you. Oh, well, no, yeah, no, the whole Q theory that fucking Trump was going to get back into the fucking White House. Oh, because... yeah, through the through the Speaker of the House. There yeah. we go. That's yeah. right. He was going to be nominated Speaker of the House. And then when the Republicans took back Congress, he was they were going to lead the impeachment of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And then Trump would be placed back in to the presidency. Don't worry. Just type in promo code Q17 at mypillow.com <laughs> and this will all come to pass. So yeah, that it was well, it was quite a time to be alive, wasn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic. We're gonna tell our grandchildren about the election of 2020. Like that that one was fucking I don't wild. Want to do it. 
But now, I never now, want my kids to like time. vote. All I'm right. never going to bring up 2020 got, to my we got kids. One more. One more story. Uh, we're gonna run a little long tonight, folks. Uh, some of you guys are still hanging out. We still got. We still got. Yeah, a few we got of plenty you. of people watching. Like oh, yeah. you actually enjoy us for once. Like, hey, Thursday and, worked out tonight. Yes, and to be frank, if you haven't sent the link to this show to one of your friends, can you really say or that hit you're that thumbs up, the thumbs up button? You, yes, you hit Jake the thumbs also up. did ask. Um, or, well, mention this. Uh, lithium is going to go to an all-time low. It would be the only thing in this economy. Like everything's Maybe. heading to all time really? highs. So, yeah, but we'll see what happens. But not to be construed as actual investment advice. But all right, folks. Now, all right, final story the of event. the night. Yes, bring it on. Elon <laughs> Musk's arrival stirs fears among some Twitter employees. As we all know, uh, he has spent three roughly three billion dollars uh to gain a nine point some percent share of twitter so now he was the biggest uh shareholder of twitter um self-prescribed uh self-described free speech a uh absolutist acquired enough shares to become the top twitter shareholder political conservatives began flooding social media with calls for the return of donald trump the former u.s president was banned from facebook we know this um this is uh this is one of those garbage articles there's not yeah, a lot Musk of actual actually, good information did you see what musk actually hit with zuckerberg today he just dropped hey can i buy <laughs> He's facebook like, yeah, like, motherfucker, this guy's putting some work in. But Hold he figured on, out Truth Social didn't make it. So it's like, you know, they say, if you don't like it, start your own platform. So Elon Musk goes, all right, I'll just buy my own platform then. And now he's got a platform. And I wonder if lefties are going to sudden, who had been saying for years upon years that it's a private platform, they can do whatever they want. Winky I love face this. Because it's advantageous to leftists. Twitter's Tw next board meeting. Oh, God damn it, this motherfucker's <laughs> legend. <laughs> but I wonder if they're going to have their come to Jesus moment about it's a private platform and they could do like, it. what if Musk does say, okay, we're giving Trump his Twitter back? So, the <sighs> Okay, then goodbye, True Social. What the fuck was the point of that? Well, oh, it'll, be, I, I it'll still hang around, dude. It Trump sucks. It's Trump so terrible. Twitter it to promote True Social. Yeah, you know goddamn well he'd take his Twitter back in a second. Uh, wow. You know, unfortunately, grow the farm up. You're probably right. Are Elon Musk tears worth ten times the market capital value of regular human tears? Yes. Please say yes, yes and grow yes. the farm up. Check him out on YouTube. Uh, yes. Another great channel, my brother's YouTube channel. Check out Grow the Farm Up, folks. Now, I, I said this a couple weeks ago or last week. I don't remember when. But we, we've listened to this argument. And we have listened to this argument many a time on this show from a couple of different people who have verbatim said, look, if you do not like the fact that what you're saying is being censored or deleted or hidden or the algorithm just says, no, look, you can't say that because you don't think it's right. Just go out there and start your own platform, which is a completely ridiculous, unrealistic way of saying, well, fuck you. We don't care that you can't get your message out there. Guess what? This motherfucker can. Elon Musk can do that. He could start his own. Or he can just buy one. And the motherfucker went and did it and bought one. 
So now that argument is I hope it's a pump moved. and dump. I really we do. We can take oh, that that's argument a aspect and it. we can fold it up into origami and then crumple it into a ball and shoot it like Kobe into a goddamn trash can. Guess what? No. Only people Kobe. like Elon Musk can make or buy a platform. Not everybody can. And guess what? The censorship, I hope to hell, ends fucking here. Because the only way to get That's the real fucking opinion of the American people out there is to not censor. And if you want to actually hear the opinion of the standard American person, and from this side or this side, from all the spectrums, you can't shut people up for the sole sake that you don't like what they have to say. We have Vladimir Putin and the leader of ISIS still have Twitter fucking handles, right? But the former president of the United States doesn't. That's the world we live in. What kind of fucking message is that send? It's bullshit, and it's always been bullshit. It's about censorship. It's about control. And now we're taking the control back. And that's coming from a guy who's a moderate. If I may, real quick, and then I yeah, will president to, of Russia does have an account. Um, the one thing that a lot of people are not taking into account here is Elon is also making a smart investment strategy because he sees Hell that Twitter's yeah. stock is vastly undervalued because of their terms of service, because the people that are actually working at Twitter are willing to ban almost 80% of the human population if they won't subscribe to their woke values, stock price be damned. Yes, it's a highly undervalued stock. And if he can actually do some cleaning of house and allow some people to actually just say a couple of things, because it's a really weird platform because you can promote pornography, but people get banned for talking about gender. And so like, if he can kind of get that straightened again, I think, uh, yeah, you're going to see a huge uptick in their stock. Not to be construed, it's actual investment advice. And with that, Ty, I yield to you, sir. So I, I'm two minds with this. Number one, anyone who thinks that Elon's just going to come in with a big dick swing and uh, fix everything. Um, I'm, I'm scratching my yeah, head out. Yeah, that's yeah. not going to happen. No, he's not going to no. fix shit. <laughs> okay, so on the other I'll side of this, here's the reality. E- does Elon have the clout, the gravitas to really possibly move Twitter? Yes. Where does that actually go? It's not that I, I don't think Elon's capable. He actually really is capable. He's very adept at like learning like industry trades what it takes to make that successful kicking ass and taking names. He is a, he's a, um, not a venture capitalist. He is a, a philanthropist in, yeah. in, in a true regard. This might be his biggest challenge though, because talk about batteries and Tesla. Holy crap. That was bad enough. But what you're, you're, you're asking here is how do you turn Twitter from a woke hellscape into yeah. not being 4chan? That is that is the reality in which uh, Elon's goal, if he's actually going to do this, is that there is a happy medium in there. Like, there I'm I mean, sure there. I'm sure there is possibly there? is, but hitting it's a bitch because what a lot of this is is that you have to moderate, and moderating something as large as Twitter, especially if you start letting a bunch of people back on, or you start, or you basically have to you give people a, a clean new slate, uh, or reform your TOS so that it's a lot more inclusive for people. You got more people you uh, got to look out after, and like this is done by automation. This is done by bots. There is a massive, and I mean absolutely massive, series of hurdles that you're going to have to clear. And if you don't hit them, and I'm going to say there's probably three of them, you don't hit them all in sequence. You don't do them right. You can just implode Twitter. 
Don't get me wrong. I would not cry to see Twitter implode. Nope. It's kind of a joke. That might be the plan, too. <laughs> what so, you're calling a bug might be the main feature. <laughs> so, okay, this whole social media thing all goes down the same fucking toilet drain. We talked about this before. Every one of them, whether it's a new startup or you buy one that's already existing, um, like we have so many out there and we get to see how they all operate. Like I, I, I got a couple accounts on true social. It is a dumpster fire of boomer garbage. Trump won memes. Like it is not like there's nothing funny on there. It's just stupid grandma's talking shit. Uh, it's no fun being there for me. And then you got Facebook, which is probably one of the more, <sighs> probably got the bigger mix just cause it's been around longer. Um, when it comes to right. actual policy, though, I think Gab has the best policies when it comes to free speech. They follow it by law, like free speech law. They don't do anything uh, uh, beyond that, uh, but still doxing, doxing. Technically, there's no laws in certain states on doxing, so that's the only thing they go beyond that. Now, when you go to Twitter, Twitter makes up their own shit. They go by international law. Like, so all of them have these different things. The problem is, is nobody wants to go to Gab because it's a right wing echo chamber right. and the people in Gab don't want to go to Twitter because they'll all get banned because it's a left wing echo chamber. Like, so the, the rights like, hey, you can go to Gab. You're going to see a bunch of shit you don't like, but you can go to Gab. We'll never ban you. You can say whatever you want, but you're just not going to like a lot of shit they say and we're not going to ban them. So it all goes down the same drain They eventually if they actually want to make money and they want advertisers and they want to become a Twitter or a Facebook or, uh, you know, one of the big names, it's all going to come back to the same thing of how do we make money and who do we accept? Who do we not accept? And what rules do we follow and not follow? Because the advertisers are going to pull their fucking money. Gab's not making money off advertisers. They're doing it kind of like underground, like weird shit. That's why nobody goes there because, well, no advertisers are bringing you there. Um, so it, it all goes hand in hand. It's yeah, all about it, advertising. It's all about Section 230. It's all about fucking federal law oh and how this shit's going to go. Well, <laughs> am I wrong? Like, until that changes or or something. I'm not saying I want 230 to go away because that there's a, it could go several directions after that. If you do remove 230, um, this show probably wouldn't exist if we get rid of 230. But uh th yeah there's a lot of problems no matter how you look at it but nobody's actually looking to 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 fix those problems it's right now it's run by advertising that's all i'm getting at is yeah. now, now now if if i may uh, uh you know when you talk about there's the different directions the sensors could go in like amanda said um you know, you could see just a vastly different direction in twitter you could say almost anything you like as long as it's not speaking ill of tesla cars you will see no evil speak no evil and hear no evil of tesla yeah, right. and that's the big terms of service you never know now ty uh, you, were touching on, you were touching on uh three hurdles that twitter and any social media needs to overcome what were yeah. those sir go ahead if i were going to outline it number one is that you need a tos that is um is that is i'm sorry Number one, you need a, a TOS that is generalized enough that is like understand by the layman, but also rigid enough that people know where the lines are 
and it's not ubiquitous to where you literally see a thousand people wiped off because Twitter had a bad day. Does anybody happens. have does any social media platform have that right now? Hashtag learn to code. Um, I don't know because I, I I'll be honest, I don't know. And the reason why is that I while I am on social media, I despise social media. I like to, as we call it, touch grass. Right. That's um, fair. Yeah, that's fair. So I, I just I, I'm not gonna openly um I'm not, not going to openly get into that into that particular thing. Nope. So number one, fair, you need a fair. solid, consistent TOS. Okay. Number two is that you actually have to have a consistent enforcement. And this is something that I've seen uh, horrifically done. Yeah. Um, I, I like to stream on Twitch uh, a lot, and Twitch yeah. has been very rewarding to me personally. But when it comes down to it, they are openly partisan and hostile with the way that they enforce anything twitter is almost as bad as them sometimes they're even worse um and then you've got the people who largely just defer to whoever has ownership rights i'm looking yep. at you youtube <laughs> susan uh, wiki uh, wiki uh, so i'm standing you susan when it when uh, it comes down to it hurdle number two is can you actively enforce it in a way that you know people find fair? That's going to be yeah. a huge hurdle, and that's actually probably the hardest one. The final part is, um, we'll call it gatekeeping for a minute here. How do you keep the four chain users off? Because usually, if you can clear one or two and three, or I'm sorry, one and two, it's really hard not to uh, have trolls ubiquitous throughout your or your your yeah. platform. And, you know, granted, the, now that the Russian bot farms have been removed from the equation, it's a lot better, but we still have got yeah. a lot of issues with people just posting entirely either blatantly inflammatory shit or uh, just basically trying to screw with people and get them to uh, spell in all caps because that is a very real thing. Yeah, it is. Now, uh, when when you said I'm curious how you... about that Tim Pool thing, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Yeah, when yeah, you yeah. were saying uh, how to make it fair in a way that everybody can kind of wrap their minds around it, mm -hmm. this was something that was recommended last year in Poland, and I just thought, wow, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say like, oh, Polish law, they got it fucking down, and they're so great, but like this was just one instance where it's like, hmm, interesting. They were wanting to pass a law, it ended up not getting passed, but they were going to pass a law where social media is not allowed to restrict speech any more than the government. Now, what I like about that is it's clean. It's Those just farm ups a little pissed. It, it takes all, it takes a lot of heat off of the social media company, but also right. you now have this clean, even standard that everybody can understand. Now it doesn't do anything for that third hurdle that you're talking about, because it's to me, it's just like, you know, trolls are just a fact of life. I've, <laughs> dealt with many of them and i've put many they of them are, down though. because You're it's gonna just fun deal with it on some level yeah regardless. and so it's you know They're gonna it, evolve but that is why you do have block buttons and such like that because uh, i get it at one point but to me it's like i think you can do that personally you can personally block yeah. someone from you seeing it but to ban them from the platform altogether is a different issue yeah. entirely because i am one of those advocates that believe that sunlight is the best disinfectant and if you run to the intellectual hall monitors that's just kind of confessing a lack of certainty in your own position it depends on the commitment of the troll and how deep they are in on wanting to troll one specific person or platform. You know, I'll, I'll, I will give you that. But yeah, to me, it's just a, uh, wow. So chicken, is this your show? Uh, but 
Uh, yeah, to me, it's just like you said, Ty, I don't know how you overcome that last hurdle but to me when you're wanting a standard that's even. I think that's the best way that you go with it, that you just say you can't restrict speech any more than the government does. Takes all the fucking heat off of them. And I'm sorry, I would probably get a Twitter at that point so because that's that's exactly what Gab's uh Gab's this bitch is spitting. <clears throat> but but Gab came along. Okay, so Amanda Tripp says just bide your time and wait for a worse troll to take up uh your band. That's spot. exactly what she did. Yeah. <laughs> Because, I mean, like, the thing is, like, I always you bring up, one. like, when you ban these people, they don't go away. They don't, like, no. eviscerate, ev evaporate into the ether. Like, uh, Lauren Southern, she's been banned, like, 500 times. And she's fucking back, and she's still around. And, like, uh, God bless her for it, too. And so, like, when you try to ban people away, they don't You're go away. starting to, well, when you start banning people at, uh, at mass, like we've seen over the last, like, it started, oh, fuck, who was the first big one? Like, Alex Jones was like one of the the first real big names that got banned That's but all that all did was in. yeah and then and then more and more and more and more kept happening after that and it was just like holy shit um but now yeah, every time i hear <clears throat> every time i hear so and so got banned i'm like oh now i want to know about him like maybe i hadn't heard him like stefan molyneux i hadn't heard much of him before like you'd mentioned him a few times phil but i never paid attention to him a whole lot when i heard he got banned i'm like okay now now I'm like, okay, where's he at? I want, I want to go hear this guy's yeah. ideas because obviously it's all about the street cred. That's what it is. It's street cred. Banning equals street cred now. And and now well, it's, we it's take the, away what's... censorship. Street cred goes away. So how popular can these people be? Do we really want to eradicate censorship? Right. Do it's we the Streisand effect, though. Well, I mean, think about that's just how like we've a, been so successful. Like in 2000, yeah, sure. Like 14. Yeah. You had to do some really like I remember Destiny was saying this in 2013, 14. You had to do some really bad shit to actually get banned on social media. Now you don't. Have and shit. now it's no. people are so fucking sensitive in the sense because it's kind of the old classic tale of the person who reads all the pornography that see what's sit fit to be published and not is the person most likely to become debauched. And now the person that's responsible to see what things are fit to discuss and not, they're the person most likely to be way over cautious, err on the side of caution, just say, nope, you can't talk about any of this shit. Well, and so yeah. that's where we're at. No, our latest strike was because of plain clips of Joe Biden, like Joe Biden saying shit. Like we didn't put words into his mouth. We were just like, oh, that's what he said. And we kind of laughed at it. Um, there were repeated some jokes in there. Words. Re repeated yeah, yeah, words. Yeah, yeah, over and uh, yeah, but I don't know. We got bullying and I think it's time we drop the full so, Biden like, video at Castle KOE. It just it needs to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah it so, was it was so, glorious. But yeah, glorious. It, so it's a little overly sensitive. So like you said, Ty, um, the first two hurdles, I can think of ways to get through it. But to me, like, I don't know, that third hurdle, it a part of me just kind of thinks, you know, get a little bit thicker skin and sunlight's the best disinfectant. And if you think ideas are bad, prove them wrong. It's like rather than just banning them away, because then what happens to them is they become the forbidden fruit, the Cuban yes. cigar. Why don't you want me to have this? Why don't you want me to make it appealing? Don't Streisand effect. Something that sucks appealing yep. to somebody. Streisand effect's real. 
I mean, like one of the reasons why the the Trump won the election narrative has stayed around for as long as it has is because it was banned to even talk about it. Because Twitter said you can't shout fire in a crowded theater and you can't question an election after it's been certified. Okay, that was when Twitter changed. (laughs) And you can't talk about vaccines. Yes, yes. And so that or Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, like like you said, like the the thing that you can't speak ill about the vaccine is where you got the pushback. And so, like, I think in the end, sunlight's the best disinfectant. And when you try and ban this shit, it just grows. Your take, sir. Go ahead. Okay, so I I I feel like I'm abated a little bit because I know that we don't agree. That's on what this Phil one does. We never really have. Yeah. No. So, and, <laughs> so anyway, look, uh, I resemble that remark. I I, I really. I, I do have some respect for the libertarian ar- argument that if you don't let an idea basically get thrown into the meat grinder and purified, it, it's just gonna it's gonna stick in there like a malignant cancer. But there's a level where that does work, but there's also a level where it doesn't. Cancers are cancerous, and that if you don't take care of them, they spread like wildfire. So. Yeah, you, you have to you have to deal with this in a particular way, right? We saw that the rise of uh, social media, while being a wonderful thing, because I can talk to people literally like you guys all over the planet, uh, you know, different time zones, thousands of miles away. We can literally just kind of get together and act like we're friends uh, in the same way that we're in all in the same room. Is that that allowed all the crazies to do the exact same thing? And so now you have flat earthers, which used to be basically the village idiot now have their own communities. Yep. And if people don't, I don't don't know. I think, I think we need to normalize that though. That's a good thing. It's always useful to be able to establish first principles. Come to think of it. How can I prove the earth is round other than this is what I've always been told. And I've never heard anything else. So, you know, to me, I think that's always a valuable exercise. Yes. Where where did he touch you grow the farm up? And so even people who think really stupid shit, like I'm, I think, yeah, let them get in a group and sunlight will disinfect this particular illness, in my opinion. Because, like, yeah, like, disproving flat eartherism, disproving fascism, disproving Marxism, these are no great brain feat, okay? This doesn't take a lot of brain power to do. Just get a read okay? a couple and books and you get this, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You don't you even really need book. to do that. Like, I can explain paragraph. socialism and communism to a child pretty goddamn quickly. Yeah, it doesn't no, take truth that is much perspective. That's that's where we're at. Look, it doesn't matter what the fucking truth is. Joe Biden fucking said this before he was elected to office. Truth doesn't matter. It's all about fa- facts and truth. Ah, it's all perspective. We don't the give We choose truth over facts. There you go. <laughs> it's all about perspective. Yuck. People choose the truth that they want to choose. And nothing else fucking matters. Does not matter what you say, Phil, and how convincing you are. It doesn't matter how I hard I ride the fucking fence. It doesn't matter how hard, like, Tom Pinion of the Tom Foolery show simps for the Democratic Party will claim to be a Republican. No! It's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. Perspective is truth, and that's the only thing that matters to the general populace. It's sad, but it's true subjectivism yuck uh and it's all right but it's true you know what uh 
get our final thoughts on this and uh, start uh, giving our outros and get our asses over to the post show. I have to work at 5 a.m. So, like, Ooh. yeah, this is kind right, of scary. Right, you slide on over right to now. the post show. Let's, let's, you know let's what, Ty? It. Why don't Somebody you take the first uh, final thoughts? Okay, so my final thoughts on this is that there is a level where things absolutely do need to go through the crucible. This is why one of the big reasons I'm actually consider myself a right winger. I hate the stupid ideas that progressives throw out where they're just going to fix everything in the world. They're not. And those ideas need to be challenged. They need to be tested. 1000%. I'm on board. So, uh, like, I, I, that is why we have freedom of speech is to have that tested. However, in the age of the internet, I am now thoroughly convinced that there is a point to where you have to accept that people just aren't going to be on board, that you have to either drag them kicking or screaming, or you just have to write them off as kind of being delinquents intellectually, that you that you just really shouldn't entertain them as being part of the normal social structure. Um, I know it's a very anti-liberal idea, but it's actually my biggest criticism of liberalism. It doesn't know how to deal with with uh, people who do not conform to uh, the society in a willing manner. Um, and that is going to be the biggest hurdle that the United States, whether it be Republican, Democrat, or just all of us together are going to have to deal with is that we are looking at a future where whether you're right wing, left wing is that whoever wins the culture war is that not everybody's going to conform to the narrative and the normative of what we think the future is supposed to be. And you have to start asking yourself, what are you going to do with those people? That's a huge conversation that we're going to have to have as Americans this decade. Okay. Tony, yeah. Phil. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll just go quick. Look again, it's to me, it's down to a popularity contest and it's about exposure. And unfortunately it's, been really really easy to see exposure from politicians and it's not necessarily about being right or being informative or being factual it's about being prominent in the public's eye and if you're prominent enough and you say the right things enough repetitively enough people will start to believe you doesn't matter if you're right or wrong and that's the thing that worries me about every election Every time. If you can actually say something and mean it, and you can convey that message and mean it enough that people will actually listen to you and vote for you, God, that'd be great. But that's... Uh, it's so far a few between. It's unfortunate. Go ahead. Uh, I've been thinking about how to formulate this, and I think this is probably the best way. Now, Ty, I, I understand what you're getting at here with, you know, there's some people that just should not generally be engaged and they, sh you shouldn't really consider them. And, but to me, if any society, this is always the downfall of any society. <laughs> I Chris O'Dowd had an Irish. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, chicken, hang on, chicken. Um, the downfall of any society is when there is a certain segment that says this portion of the population, we shall enforce the fact that they will remain unheard. They will yeah. not be considered. Yeah. We will not look to them for anything. And the minute you have some group that we shall say through legal force of law shall remain unheard, that is when you get to very, very dangerous moments in our history. So I like, I get it. They might not be savory, but these are still people that live on this fucking planet with us. And even if you try to silence them, 
them on social media, they're still here. And so I, you know, that third hurdle you talk about, I get it, but I think that's what the block button's for. Maybe, you know, folks, let us know in the comments to this video and to KOE Nation videos and Tiberius D videos and Big Bucking videos what you think about that. But with that, let's get into our closers, gents. Uh, okay, I'll get into mine finally. Go ahead, Jake. Uh, <laughs> Phil always forgets that I'm even here. I know, Chicken. Chicken's like, well, uh, I. Phil. I treat you like prime, like you're like the, just the, the moderator that doesn't. Oh, really am I supposed much? to just be the guy like that's just like not saying anything? You're just here. What you have to say doesn't matter, chicken. I know. Dick. I know. Well, all to Phil, yeah. It, it just gets does. in the way of more Phil KOE. Yeah. It does. Yeah. KOE Nation, y'all. I was like, fuck chicken. Fuck that guy. Fucking asshole. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> fuck Jimmy no. Carter. Uh, no, I agree with uh, Tiberius. Uh, fuck social media. Get off there. Uh, like use it as less as possible i know sometimes it's uh it might not be a necessity but it's a thing you just gotta de deal with it and you gotta be on some of that i have 14 i just looked um 14 different social media apps on my phone um i Holy get shit. on i get on three of them regularly for very limited amounts of time every morning i post a uh, very uh, knowledgeable, I, I drop some truth bombs on everybody on Facebook every yeah. morning. First thing I do yeah. when I wake up, I drop something fucking very, very helpful that will change your goddamn life if you actually pay attention to it and actually use it. Um, and then on Twitter, I usually troll for about 10 minutes. Call and then I Milano a cunt. Yeah. yeah, I can't do that anymore. Cause, so you're the you kind know. of person that Ty is trying to get kicked off. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I use my work social media thing to like just like what my people that work for me did. And then I just like, yeah, it's like a Facebook thing. But uh, other than that, like, I don't I don't really fucking use them. So, yeah, if you, if you can avoid them, avoid them. They're not worth it. They are poison. They're awful. They are uh, uh the, remember the drugs we talked about at the beginning of the night? The things that are bad for you and like that are mind altering. That yeah. The mind altering things. Yeah. I think they're more mind altering and dangerous for you than marijuana um, and mm. potentially other medicated drugs that you can get from uh, prescriptions or, or even off the street. Um, that's my personal thoughts on there. I am chicken. I am your. Uh, Emperor of Big Bucking Empire. Yeah. Thank you all for tuning in tonight. I appreciate you all. We are going to have a post show. Uh, make sure you check the link tree link down below. Scrolling across the bottom. And Tony just popped that some bitch up like it was just fucking magic. Like he knew I was going to bring that shit up. Or like a penis. Talk about it. Like a penis. Um, but let's go around the uh, real quick. Tiberius, thanks for joining in. Yes. Um, next time beautiful, next man. time bring some drinks it's more fun when you're Absolutely, drinking because then we get a little oh, no, loose and we get a little mouthy okay i will happily smoke but you do not want to see me drinking i turn into a complete oh, asshole oh, oh, oh dude that makes it more yes, fun. i want to see no, you yes. <laughs> now we have to time. Well, now people God. are going to be buying yeah. stars for you to take drinks now this is gonna be yeah, awesome. yeah i like yes. it so tiberius I, I i think i speak for both these gentlemen you are welcome anytime on this I appreciate show. it. Good, Absolutely. Sir. This um, is fantastic, man. Very, uh, very good. Uh, uh, yeah. 
Good points. Great intellectual Absolutely. conversation that well we spoken. don't well always spoken. get all the time. Usually, usually we're silly on here. We get a little shit faced and I just no, we're trash, assholes. We're assholes. It's nice. That's it, the problem. It, all of yeah, this is we true. Are assholes. But now, yes. Ty, uh, I do my own introduction for everybody, and it's a or outro for everybody. It's beautiful. But this is your moment. You have the floor, sir. What is? By is there anything means. you'd like to say to the people? All I'll say is um, I, I hope I made some pretty good points that you guys found interesting. If any of that is inter I'm sorry, if any of that sounds palatable to you or it's like, hey, you know, whether you agree with me, whether you didn't, but you want to hear more, there is plenty of content that you can find on my Twitch and my YouTube, particularly my YouTube. I pretty much throw everything up there. Uh, that I do on a regular basis. I throw it up on there. You can watch that out. Uh, sometimes it's Mask Off, where you can see me and KOE and a few other people just usually hanging out, chatting with each other, like a, a show like this. Sometimes I do a lot more in-depth, where I bring in experts or I bring in people that are kind of in the know. And I do talks about either by myself about Ukraine or I had a wonderful guest named Colonel Dan and a few other enlisted and officer people who had served in the United States Armed Forces uh, talking about what they saw in that situation, what they thought of it if any of that things are good with you geopolitics tiberius d that's the thing you search for if you're looking for me just to kind of chat about all the things i like reviews with tiberius d or the mask off podcast if you just want to see me hang out with a bunch of people there's so much more that i can really get into but i'm out of time so thank you very much for having me i really appreciate it and i hope you all swing by good okay. shit thank okay. you sir tell me what you got bud uh, I got nothing for you. I'm just here, and I'm just glad to be able to sit down this week, enjoy a couple of dirty beverages, and yeah, I, I got my one beer chug in tonight, and it was uh, it, it burnt my heart. But it is what it is. It's, it's National Beer Day, so I got it in. And other than that, I'm killing a few bottles of whiskey, and no, I really don't have a lot to complain about this week, honestly. I feel overall, if we can get to a place where, I know this is completely ridiculous, but if we can get to a place where social media is a place where people can actually go to vent and be themselves without social just lynching and Tony, can I just say it for you? Can, go can ahead. we say can we see titties without kids sucking on them? Okay, that's wh what. <laughs> Hang on, say it again. What? Can we see titties without right. kids having to suck on them? Okay, that's, like, another that's the only way you can. That's, that's the that only way. That is a preview for the post right show. <laughs> Save that shit for the post Look. show. Well, folks, chicken, Jesus, folks, man. enjoy oh, this fuck. final episode of Big Bucking Empire. It's been a great run, folks. Uh, you can find the Dog and Chicken Show oh, next week on the new home at KOE Nation on YouTube, <laughs> folks. As I'm known to say around here, Jesus. All that being said. Thank you for joining us here at the Big Buckin' Empire, episode 133. We're getting a little musky tonight, folks. This has been an incredible journey. We have had an amazing guest come in this evening in Tiberius D. Be sure to check out Tiberius D on YouTube. Tiberius D on Twitch. Go to patreon.com slash Tiberius under slash D if you find anything of value here to give just a little piece of value back. But folks, that also 
be sure to head over to KOE Nation on YouTube, KOE Nation on Twitch, KOE Nation on TikTok for all of your KOE content, folks, so we can be together in this amazing journey on life called life. And then be sure to subscribe to the big fucking empire on Facebook and on YouTube, folks, to join the big fucking empire. All right. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us. I hope all of you make it back here happy, healthy, much the wiser. I am the devilishly handsome outlaw himself, your king of extreme, the man of the hour, the man with the power, the man that makes the other podcast cower, the prince and potentate of the political violence, and one damn handsome man, if I do say so myself, signing off and handing it off to my indomitable broadcast partners. Tony, chicken, take it away. As always, folks, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you. Uh, fuck, we don't know what day I don't next know. week. We'll make it work at some point. Just look, follow the goddamn YouTube channel. My God, at this point, if you haven't followed the YouTube channel, it's your own damn fault. Follow it. You'll know when we're going to be up. Follow the Facebook page. That's when you'll know we'll be dropping the goddamn live episode. There you go. And you want to see some titties, apparently, we're going to do it. Join the post show. show. I'll get a nipple out. How about that? How about that? All right. Let's do this. Anyway, as always, folks, appreciate you. (laughs) Love you. Bye. Bye. You're mm-hmm. gonna see if it just smooths itself out. Back, tell you what I'll do. If I ever get back, I promise to refabricate you. Raging rivers of gold. That's what the brochure advertised. And now we're lost. We gotta take it down. Let you get slow. It's hard to survive.